everyone. Uh, welcome to State of the Realm. A, b- a bit of an awkward start, more awkward than usual. Um, uh, for those of you audio listeners, you may not notice this, but uh, our live stream is having a massive amount of issues right now. My OBS is breaking. It broke Discord at one point. So we're going to be on this scene the entire time, even during the intro. And the outro, if I remember, I'll edit it in after the fact. But you can already see who's here. And the show's going to be about Delibram Savage. So that's my intro for this show, a far cry from what it normally would be. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy. Of course, joining me is Sly. How are you doing, Sly? How have your Delibram pugs been? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's actually going to be a pretty big topic for later in the show, talking about the pugability of Delibram Savage. And, uh, well, whenever we have something savage or ultimate to talk about, we bring on two of our expert guests. We have, of course, the man who makes everyone want to play Black Mage, only to swiftly remind them that they can't play it. Sphia, how are you doing? <laughs> that is, like, the best description for Sphia. I mean, ever. it's literally <laughs> been true the entire... I've re- I leveled Black Mage, and I was like, this is so great. No wonder Sphia loves it. I'm definitely going to play this more. And I was like, this is... It's suffering. Yeah, I'm pretty sure only Mezikas play that job. So. And that would be it. For stopping. <laughs> How are you doing, Sphia? I'm doing good. Good. It's early, but good. Good. That's what the coffee's for. Perfect. Exactly. And uh, the other half of a new combo I made up. Well, I didn't make it up. I kind of made it up. I made it up halfway before the show. We have uh, Keo, who uh, has got his avatar, which I had to also find amongst all of our breaking stuff. Even saving your avatar to my PC didn't want to work before the show started. At least it was in the. At least it was easy to find. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's definitely the. The bare minimum of that. How, how are you doing, Keo? How 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 is your day going? Your Tuesday? My <laughs> good man. I can't complain. You can't. Okay, uh, that's good. I'm mm-hmm. good. I'm glad I'm the only one melting down uh, over here. I'm, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the flip side of it, where I've been awake for like ten, eight to ten hours somewhere there now. Oh so I'm God. getting you. You getting a little drowsy. You don't. I don't know that. You, I debate either of you sleeping, to be fair. Most of the time, it's a serious debate whether or not you actually, either of you actually sleep. So, <laughs> that's just, uh, that's all there is. Well, uh, this show, we are going to be talking about Deliverum Savage, but before we get started, of course, shout out to our sponsors. Same sponsors as normal. We have Steel Series. They do giveaways in the description of the video. We have a giveaway every month. You can win something for free, or it's just under, I think it's 80 USD is what we have it set to, so be sure to enter that, or if you want to check out their products. Type back something smart steel series in the Twitch chat or just check it in the YouTube description because that's where the giveaway will be also. Thank you to our patrons also whose names are scrolling in the top right corner of the screen. You'll get an extended shout out later, but thank you to them for supporting the show as well. Oh man, Sly, before we even talk about the Lubram, it's weird to finally be doing lots of shows week after week after right. what we dealt with. with right, uh, we actually might... We actually might be getting back to being a normal show now. A what weekly show. Oh, yeah. A weekly show. Like, I mean, it's going to fall apart at some point. Like, we, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty <laughs> but, much. Yeah. you know, that's why uh, we started a new series, Sly, before we get into Deliverum. I'm doing Best of Series now. I'm doing editing for Best of Series. You uh, you got to enjoy the, the Magic Man one, Sly. Is there any in particular that you're... Yeah, part one. Are there any in particular that you're hoping... For us in the in the future, in the weeks where we may have to take breaks. Hmm. 
Any best of best of Airzivia, best of Sly, oh, Jesus, no. best of Larry, no. best of Mary, no. best of no, best of well, hardcore Raiders. We need to get Mary back on. We need to get Mary back on. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes Eventually. he's asleep at this time, so it's hard. <laughs> yeah, true. Sphia's like, don't true. talk to me. Um, about that. Relatable. Yeah, relatable. <laughs> For the most part, relatable. Okay. Well, we will have that on weeks where we don't have episodes. I'm releasing best of, and sometimes on weeks where we do have episodes, I'll be releasing best of. So, uh, we may have to, we gotta be funnier, Sly. We can't make best ofs if we're not funny. Good luck with that, Happy. <laughs> Wait, me? Come on now, Sly. When I was going through those, those episodes, you were you making are, some you bad are jokes. The, no, you are the, the dad jokes. Like person, you are dad. You made some dad darkness. jokes in, the, in those Magic Man highlights, man. You had some dad jokes in there. You, you had the, you had the steak jokes. I caught them. I was like, "Sly, I need this in here." God damn it! <laughs> and I love how I love how everything, like watching that everything, like watching something from years and years ago. Everything's already happened. Like we fucking yep. manifested. Scythe, Beastmaster, Blue Mage. He just predicted it all. So what, if Sphia and yeah. Keo had a best of, what what, what, what have our conversations been like, Sphia and Keo? Because for me, they just kind of blend in with our normal conversation. I don't know that we had anything, like, super spectacular that happened on any of our raiding episodes. I yeah. honestly can't remember virtually any of our shows. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I get this on here goes and in the so memorable. Yeah. We are so memorable. <laughs> this goes in the highlight right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I think, I don't know anything. So one. I think the length has go. a lot to do with it. It's just, there's so much compacted into these sometimes that it's, That's true. it's, hard, to, it's hard to remember specifics. But yeah. I'll find them. I'll find them. The best <laughs> I have is Howard just telling people they're going to die. That's all I... I we had him on, no, Perez actually, it was Perez telling people, he's like, yeah, you know, you just get hit on your blue mage and you just fucking die. That's it. That's, that's it. That's the closest thing I have. That's all I can remember. All right. <laughs> well, while I'm doing my ocean fishing, which I am indeed doing as we're speaking right now as I work towards my three million point achievement. Thank you to Ventus for queuing us in. Um, we have what I would like to keep to a two hour show. But this is, it's, it's actually a pretty hefty topic. Um, I believe both of you were on for Baldessian when we covered this a while back, if I recall. I don't remember who we had on for that show. Do we have you on, Keo? I'm positive we had Sphere. Uh, I was not there for BA when it was released. Oh, so okay. So probably not me. I know we had Sphere. I don't remember who else we had. I feel like we had somebody extra. Was on. it Cleese? I don't know that Cleese would come on this show. <laughs> He probably would, but I don't know that we've in, I don't know that we've ever invited Cleese to this show. <laughs> Somebody go look. Somebody go check our Baldessian Arsenal episode. But there's going to be a lot of parallels drawn to this because uh, we're we're obviously going to be focusing largely on Delibrum Savage itself. But uh, first of all, mm-hmm. patch, patch five point four five. It's not just Delibrum. It is Delibrum Normal, Delibrum Savage, Resistance Weapon Upgrade, Save the Queen Storyline. Uh, sky steel tools for anyone who that's just something you know major for them. So before we get specifically into deliberate related stuff, guests, how how were we feeling about this patch overall for for a point five patch? Were you disappointed? Were the things you wish had gone a little bit better? Were you satisfied? How, what was the overall uh, the overall takeaway from 
the activities over the past couple weeks? My biggest problem is that for a 0.5 patch, it has a lot of content, but they put two pieces of like what I consider important battle content on the same launch day. And when yep. they do that, you got to make a choice. Yep, we sure did, and we sure did make a choice. One of them requires forty-eight, and the other just requires eight. So the decision was a, yep. a non-decision in a sense. Yeah, that was definitely super disappointing. I was looking forward to the patch up Blue Mage stuff, but nope. I mean, we still can look forward to it. It's just you know, it just not didn't do it the day it came out. We still have, it's not like it's gone forever. We still have, we still have a chance to do it. You guys even done any of you done all your blue mage stuff that is like doable before Savage at this point? Uh, I mean, I have all the spells and all the quests, but I haven't done Omega. Okay, yeah, no, other than Savage, you've at least like gotten everything else out of the way, so it's just like you know, hop in and get uh, Omega done. I'm probably at the point where I can do that, yeah. But it's it seems like in Party Finder and stuff, most people are just going through and. Doing the blue mage log, getting every duty done possible. That isn't the savage ones that you got to queue in for. Right. Yeah. But uh, I haven't done that. I think okay. me and Keo are probably in the same boat where it's like, we've done all the stuff that you can do on your own. And I'm in uh, the same boat as well. I mean, a lot of the spell learning is community stuff, but yeah, I I, I usually leave the blue log stuff till later because it's just it's nice cleanup work. It's just stuff to do once you've burned out everything else. So. Yeah. Content for later. Content for later. Sly, <laughs> how are you feeling about Blue Mage, Sly? <laughs> I don't think you never really cared about it much. I mean, I care about it in terms of, like, you know, actually leveling and, you know, getting spells. Um, like, outside of, like, going into Savages, I don't think we have a lot of people on Primal who really want to go in and do the Savages, so it's... Again, it's tough for me to kind of, you know, get a group together and, you know, say, hey, I want to get these spells. We have a gun savage and make a PF and it's drier than HGTV at like 3 a.m. So I can't do anything. I wasn't ready for that joke. I wasn't ready for it. That wasn't, that was good. I like that slide. <laughs> as an aside, I just want to say, I think Blue Mage is a fast approaching, if not already, like the most complicated job in all of Final Fantasy fourteen. And I think that's awesome. Like you there's like so that. much su- yeah, I think there's so much subtlety to it. And there's so many freaking buttons that that are all relevant to push that it's it can be a little uh intimidating and I love I love that about it. Give me that complexity. Yeah, Keo, you 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 missed the heavens word DPS era of healers, so that in oh, no yeah. way surprises me. Uh <laughs> that you you love the complexity of it, because... It's uh, it's a, it's both it's both complex and not complex. Let's let's be honest. It's essentially how many of your most powerful abilities can you put in the moon flute at the end of the day? But it's still a very very busy because if you screw it up at all, <laughs> you feel it. You feel it a lot. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, while there's sure there's an optimal way to do it, you know, when you roll through long fights and cooldowns are coming up at different times, there's it, it, you really have to put some thought into what order do I push these buttons? When do I save these buttons? Um, you know, downtime really changes everything. You have to think on your feet. And I just think there's a, I love that there's a lot of moving parts in Blue Mage. It's just yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, 
We probably won't have level 80 till the next expansion, and probably not till a decent chunk into the next expansion, I'd assume, of point one or point two. Um, but I agree in that, uh, just don't release it alongside anything else ever again, please. Please put it out on its own, and uh, or at least alongside something like Skysteel Tools that is divergent from the interests of... But that's still a choice. Like, yeah. that's still a choice some, some people would have to make, is whether I do... Whether I go ham on crafting and do sky sky still tools. Yeah, but there's or, a there's a right know, and a wrong niche. decision in this case. Right now there's only wrong decisions. You're screwed either way. There's a right and a wrong decision if you're picking between sky steel and blue mage. <laughs> the answer is should definitely be blue mage in that case. Oh yeah. wow. Okay, wow. if I may, um just before I get off the subject. Yeah. Blue Mage, like, just to illustrate the complexity of it, I think Blue Mage now has more AoE heals than White Mage. <laughs> just AoE heals. Like, it's crazy. Like, you got Angel Snack, you got Stotrum, you got White Wind, you got Gobskins. We don't have very many of those buttons on White Mage. It's crazy. That's because you're a pure healer. I mean, though, it goes to the other healers, too. Though, to be fair, no, no healer has an AoE Asuna anymore. <laughs> True. So uh, that's Rip Celine. Rip Celine, indeed, Rip Celine. So there, they got they got that going over over the other healers as well. Hey, maybe Sage, maybe Sage, maybe Sage. Um, any last comments on Blue Mage before I move us onward? Uh, it feels like they've fixed tanking. I think I can't say for sure because I haven't done it in content. You still have to but... cast Dragon Force, though. It still is a casted right, right. mitigation. But you're not. Your entire gameplay isn't Blood Drain and Diamond Bank now, so I'm pretty sure people are going to be happy about that. Have you used the counter, the, the Rampart counterattack? Chelonian. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's awesome. Chelonian. It's, it's cold it, fog. It's like TBN and Sentinel together, kind of, in a sense. It's like the TBN exploded at the end. And of it. then you get to counterattack for a thousand potency. Yeah. Too bad we can't great. do ultimate with it. That's a big thing. All three of us were looking forward to doing ultimate. All three of us, I don't think, ever were like, oh, this diminishes the achievement of people doing ultimates, which seems to be their primary concern with not letting us do it. Was that a concern for you guys at any point as, as ultimate tier raiders? Uh, just that I, I just worry about Blue Mage being so good that uh, they don't want to take regular DPS anymore. They would want to take Blue Mages. That you'd have to restrict the queue that you're either doing yeah. all Blue Mages or all not Blue Mages, and then you're fine. That's my only concern. Similar I don't know why you... Yeah. I, oh, sorry. I, it went quiet, so I moved it along. <laughs> uh, literally exactly the same, though. Okay. Uh, I think that stopping people from doing content is really weird. Same sort of mentality I have about Unreal Trials. Uh, it's just strange. It doesn't really make much sense to me. Let us do the fun stuff, please. Titan is the fun stuff for now, and then he won't be fun stuff anymore. You know, I, I was just thinking about Uwu Blue Mage. I bet you if they recoded that Doom to uh, to be max HP cures it, you could Angel Snatch through it. Probably. I, I sure. bet you could. you could. All you need to do is time a White Wind. All you need to do is yeah. time a single White Wind out of eight people. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's it. That's all it would take. One person getting the timing right. No, it's not that bad. It, yeah. It's kind. It's kind of hard. I do it. I, have you tried it? <laughs> Time yeah. heals, so that is really awkward. 
I guess timing heals when it's just there's nothing targetable and there's no cast bars or anything. It's probably pretty yeah. Awkward. There's there's no indicator for when you're actually going to get stunned. So you're guessing. Yeah, and that's awkward. All right, that's fair. That's fair. In that specific case, it's 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 kind of tough. Yeah. All right. Because well, well, when we were first progging, and I was trying to do that because we didn't know it was an L forced yeah. LB. So we did get a full HP cure at one point and realized that wasn't the answer when we were doing it. Yeah, I remember that. We- we got at least a couple. I think the tanks were 100 percent top, and they still died. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like that's not it. That's not it. Okay. Well, it's nice to talk about Blue Mage. I'm sure we'll have to revisit that topic more in depth at a later date, um, especially if we mm-hmm. get a more official note on where the future of limited jobs is even going, since that was not present at all from their announcement stream. Nothing about the predicted potential Beastmaster, or, you know, you know, timing for the next Blue Mage stuff. So that leaves us with the remaining main piece of the show, the thing that <laughs> some of us have spent probably more time on than we maybe intended to, in that of the Save the Queen quest updates, with uh, specifically Delubrum Regine. Now, Delubrum, we should probably start with talking about normal mode, um, just briefly, because it, it is it is relevant to our conversation about Savage to some degree in regards to seeing the mechanics beforehand and comparing it to BA's singular difficulty. Um, and it's, you know, I'm just glad it's great. They finally released the 24-man in Shadowbringers. You know, they, they really, they, they held us, you know, they held it back. They just said, you know what, we're Stop not going to we're not gonna release one at all. And then they were like, oh, it's but now we finally get it. And, oh my God. and it's, and it's, it's definitely, it was definitely worth the wait. And so I'm looking forward to 6.x when we have a 24 man series again, because this was a lot of fun. Okay. So. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Listen. It's got one more chance, Sly. One more chance and it's going to make us new game plus three uh, times to get the true ending. I, so I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for it. Oh man. Okay. Seriously though, deliberate normal. We all, we've all done it. Yeah. Whether it's been suffering or with people who can press the essence button, which I'm not going to lie, when it gets to talking about Savage, is going to be a question mark anyway. So, Keo <laughs> and Sphia, that hurts their souls more than than you know, saying the word essence and Savage. But, what, people, people not using essences? Man, isn't it great in Savage when you can't go back to the beginning and someone says, oops, forgot my essence? <laughs> oh, boy. We'll get it, 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 oh boy! It was a pain after many other pains because early on we didn't care. It was it was a pain after yeah. about twelve hours. I'd say that's that's about it. But yeah, for serious though, uh, we do get we did get an extra twenty four man in this expansion. In all seriousness, um, in that of Deliver Regina on the normal difficulty. Um, I know I've run it like thirty something times already, more than the entirety of Shadowbringers twenty four mans. Up to this point, slide because I know you have a little bit more experience with the normal mode than the savage. You've done some pugging of the savage. You've you know you've seen through to certain parts. Um, you you, how have you felt about Shadowbringers twenty four mans again? If you'd like to refresh everyone, what what boat were you in on on the near raid up to this point? The twenty four mans themselves, yeah, yeah, like like like, like enjoyment decent. levels of Shadowbringers twenty four mans up to now, decent like. It's just story that sucks. But in terms okay. of like the 24 minutes itself, it, it, it's fun the first time. And then you kind of, you know, like, why do I want to go back? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, so with near, 
versus this. This 24 minute. Obviously, it's a completely different format in regards to the way that you progress, mm-hmm. the way that you power up. You know, obviously, you have the essences, the action. So doing this one, have you had, is it been kind of the same boat where it's just still kind of just a 24 man to you? And it's like, you know, I'll go in, I'll get it done. I got a weekly. And then that's, that's kind of just where it chills out. Or has I... it been more or less attractive to you? It's it's more it's definitely more attractive than your conventional twenty four man. It's definitely more. It's a little bit more involved than your twenty. I'm a regular twenty four man. Um, I will say my first delirium normal experience was kind of soured because I queued in um, via Jeros and Gangos, and um, we didn't have a healer at all. So, um, it, it was a lot of death, a, a lot of like self healing. Luckily, I did bring like potions and shit, but it's like a lot of, it's a lot of, a lot of potion, a lot of bloodbath, second wind. Um, and still dying. Um, but yeah, like the second time, I was like, okay, I'll make an alliance, I'll make a alliance PF for this, and we will actually get people. We'll actually get people with healers to go in, and the second time it was a little bit smoother. But um, even even with the the sour first run, I still enjoyed it. Like I, I still had fun. It, it was really good to see um, some fun and unique mechanics, and y'all will get to that later. But yeah, it's definitely more attractive than your conventional any of the conventional twenty four mans we've ever seen. All right. I like the take. I like the take. Yeah, I think we've all had that that deliberate ex- experience. Now, to be fair though, the actions do let you bypass that. But but who thinks nobody to bring them? uses it. nobody <laughs> uses them. Right. That is my my number one complaint. Number one complaint about normal mode. So either nobody uses them, or you have three DPS with healing stances and healing actions, and you have two healers in the party, and you're like, what? I'm not even talking about healing actions. I'm talking about actions at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like no plate bear for survivability. No, no, nothing. No skirmisher, no marshalist, no anything. Nothing. Let me tell you. Nothing. I went back-to-back runs. One with a 24-man group from that had just done Savage. We got out, ran a a normal mode. Everyone essenced up, everyone popped off, and it was done in 21 minutes. Right? And then I went in straight again afterwards, solo queuing, and it took 80 minutes. That, I got you beat. I got you beat. 90. 90? 90 for the first yeah, run. 90. It is obscene. I mean, for dying. the first run, because everyone's learning. Yeah, yeah. But this was, a, this was when it was on farm. This was, you know, days okay. in. It just goes to show the difference that the actions can make, and people not bringing them are just hard griefing because they're so strong. Especially Essence. Dude, Essence is like... Please use essences. <laughs> Please. You know, I make eight man parties and I go, if you're joining my eight man and I don't see a DPS essence on you, um, I'm kicking you. <laughs> I straight up tell them, like, I don't care if it's your first time. I'm watching using DPS essence. Get used to it, please. I've been inviting uh, some friends along and I'm just like, use your pure essence. You need to carry. Every one of us that's in this group needs to carry. See, I don't pure like using up. pure essence. Well, I guess it depends. I go healer, so I prefer to go ether weaver because the damage total, you know, it's it's eighty percent mm-hmm. or ninety six instead of what is it thirty? I think from divinity, 
So, mm. um, but on a DPS like a duelist or you know something along those lines, obviously is a, a much different story. It's funny you mentioned people not bringing essences. Um, someone in yell chat in one I was in yesterday, right at the start says, "Hey, if everyone could please bring their essences, this would go a lot faster." And somebody else in yell chat goes, "Shut the fuck up." And the guy goes, no, seriously, like, it helps a lot. And then the other person's like, yeah, no, seriously, shut the fuck up. And he goes, you're, the guy who started says, you're holding us back. <laughs> and then that other person replies, I don't think I am. Now, I would never use a third-party program to detect people's DPS in a 24-man. But if I were, I may notice that somebody's three and a half times lower than my DPS, and it's the person who wouldn't use, who isn't using the Essence. So, and I'm on white mage, mm -hmm. so, uh, use your essences is, I think, the point that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make because, uh, use your essences. And if you don't, yeah, but well, but I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't do that. <laughs> so I would never possibly know because that wouldn't, it was bad. Yeah. It was real bad. Was like, that was only about a 45 mm -hmm. minute run though, still because I had my own eight man party in that one. It's, it it's still just, it's wild to me, just, like, I queued for a couple, a handful, after we finished Progging Savage, and, uh, it just, every single one was at least six people in the party without essence. At least. Day four or five. And it's just, what is going on? <laughs> you know, you know, but that aside, I mean, I, I, I make the joke about only having 124 minutes, because the, I enjoy the format of this, even with the fact that people can end up without essences and stuff. I enjoy the format of it significantly more. Um, I guess kind of goes with the same thing I felt about Eureka and Bosia, or Eureka and Baldessian, and now Bosia and Castrum is the freedom to be able to be that super powered healer with all the offensive actions or the tank who's bringing cure four. It, the, I, the idea of it being there excites me, and every run I do, I enjoy, and I try to strive to do a little bit more in that run. I don't know if you guys felt that the pressure to, not, not so much pressure, but the, the desire to really want to try hard, overcoming you way more than when you're cruising through traditional 24-mans. Oh, for sure, because the cap is so much higher. Your contribution potential is huge in DR compared to a regular 24-man where you, you're, you can only, you got your kit and that's it. But fully being able to bring these really powerful rare skills with you, you can practically quintuple your output if you play properly mm -hmm. compared to if you go in with no actions. So, yeah, it makes you want to try hard. It pushes you. Or at least not people only, that care. Not only that, but it, it feels like you have a lot more impact, not necessarily just on output. Uh, you can, you know, almost wow like your party needs a healer, you can just spec swap, essentially. And you can bring Savior and a couple of cure actions. Or you can just go as a pure Black Mage and bring kill four and solo heal a party with it. As long as you don't have a tank that's uh, tanking the boss. It's, yeah, it feels like no matter what situation you get into, especially in normal, there's always a way with actions to, like, circumvent it. No matter what the party makeup is, it's, it's really well designed in that regard. Even from a healer POV, there's a lot of really supportive, influential actions you can take. Swapping between either being a DPS or a pure healer or a mix of both. Like, you can, you can fill that slot. Keo, you're telling so, me you've never done the Lost Incense Plate Bear White Mage tank? I have not tried it, but I believe that it works. I did I it in Castrum, it. and it is fantastic. <laughs> it works, mm -hmm. it works the same, and it works pretty much as well in, in Delubrum as well. 
Uh, other than incense not being great, if anyone has, it's impossible to keep aggro if anyone leaves tank stance on. It's impossible. It's, I believe it. Yeah, it, it tries to be tank stance. It's not. It's not, it's not quite quite up to that part yet. I'm sure Sphere with a lost flare star would pull aggro at the start instantly over a lot of sense. In about half my runs, we were sorely lacking a tank where I would often see the boss just murdering DPS and healers. So I don't think in most runs you'd be uh, struggling to get aggro. Yeah. And in normal, you can return to the start. If something goes wrong, you can go fix it without just bashing your face against it again and again without making any adjustments. But as all four of us can attest, that doesn't happen. (laughs) Ever. Yeah. Sai, you've you done any crazy combos in normal mode yet with the, any of the left? Because you probably have a few clusters left over from from Bazio that you could grab some of the new stuff with. I actually use my clusters to on the um, get fragments. Oh, no, on fragments. the fragments for yeah, I guess you had to because you were doing some savage attempts with yeah. uh, with the discord. And, and and so and so for me, like really, the cycle is if I do need more, just go back and cluster farm and then get more. Or fragments and then just be ready for savage. But yeah, um no no crazy crazy um uh combinations because I'm still learning like but the main thing is fucking bring your pure essences, you filthy degens. <laughs> we haven't even started talking thing. about savage and he's the first one to say it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm in sa- I'm going into savage. And like for tra- like first pra- trash pull, I can understand if like we're stuck. I'm not gonna waste the fucking pure essence. I mean, yeah, it would increase output. It would help, but if like one side's like consistently fucking up, I'm, uh, I'm I'm just gonna chill for a minute until we at least get to Ravana Unreal, and then I'll pop a as- pop a essence. But it's always yeah. in my kit. That, that, that's the thing. It's mm-hmm. always in my kit, and um, a few other things too. Um. Like to kind of help things go along, uh, just in case. But yeah, it's first and foremost, and I, I at least knew that. Like your your survivability for for like everything is highly dependent on that essence. So bring your fucking essences. Sly really wanted to get that out because we're still on normal mode. He's like, bring your pure essences. I just I don't care what we're talking. But yeah, about. for Please. um, yeah, Please. but for normal, for for normal. Still take a fucking essence. What's wrong with you? I yeah. take a plate bearer just At for the end of the day. survivability. Yeah, I take a plate bearer just for survivability and like a few other things that like, you know, make make my damage output good. Um and nothing crazy. It's just conventional gets the job done. Slide, we have some survive. crazy shit. Live. I want you to try some of the crazy shit once we start talking about it. Because Savage made us realize okay. there's some dumb shit. That they added with the new stuff. Some of it dumb in a good way, and one or two of them dumb in the dumbest of ways, I feel. Okay. Um, the actual difficulty of the normal mode, regardless of the essences, we did mostly on par. I think we agree that outside of people forgetting essences, mostly on par. Did we feel the gimmicky bosses kind of threw people more for a loop here than they do otherwise in normal modes? Define gimmicky. Hot and cold. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good mechanic. I love It's a good mechanic, but Katie it's gimmicky. It's, it's good, but it is 100% I, I, I love, I love Katie Perry as a boss. She's, she's fun. Um, doesn't she have a song <sighs> called Hot? Yes, that's her, isn't it? I don't listen to music. I was thinking, cause I was, Sean Paul's temperature is what comes to mind for me. That's, that's, 
That's the one. But yeah, Katie, yeah, okay, that's fine. I think the bosses in normal mode really felt like the normal mode of uh, trials. Okay. Not as if they were 24-man bosses. Is that a good or a bad thing when you put it that way? I, or is it just I an don't analysis? know. It's, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily it's good thing. or bad, but going through them, it really felt like instead of doing like a 24-man, it felt like I was doing back-to-back 20, uh, normal mode trial bosses. Interesting. Just in the design, and the 24-man bosses usually don't have pass-fail mechanics in them, where if you fail, you die. Whereas Trials do, do have that uh, a lot more often, outside of, like, you know, knockoffs. Um, 24-mans have leaned, at least, I can think of a few that are outright, you do it right, do it or do it wrong, or you're completely screwed. But I think back to, like, Weeping mm. City, like, you're not getting zombified, or getting, like, standing in the thing to not get zombified or things like that. That was do or die for things like that. But the, yeah, I guess it's not, it's not always super common, but there's definitely some 24 man ones that just thunder God said. Yeah. 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 Well, TGC didn't actually have that many one shots in it. It was a people, it was people failing multiple times to die. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. I mean, that's doom stacks and deliverums similar, right? Yeah. Fail multiple times to die. Not yeah. everywhere. Some of them are insta kill, but yes, there's a lot of it's, doom stack. Doomstack that lowers your damage dealt. That is not pleasant yeah. if you have one for the entire fight. Mm. Yo, big fan. Yeah, from a healer POV. <laughs> yeah. Stack um, with bone stacks. Yeah, Thank we're gonna you. like uh, we're gonna get into um, like how in terms of punishing like certain things are in this and like like that and actual deaths. We'll we'll get to that later because I. I Definitely want to get your take on punishment. Punish, mm. Punishment, punishment. So, it's punishing, all right. Also related to normal mode, something that I found really interesting as well is that it heavily incentivizes you running this more and more. Like it wants you to run this content a lot. There are mounts that come from it exclusively, a hairstyle, mm-hmm. which is going for tens of millions still, I think. Uh, it's tied to the relic. You get all sorts of stuff, and it item level five ten armor. Also, there's a full yeah, armor set. It makes it. you money. It's the only way to get the silver coins. It's mm-hmm. it's odd just how much it's like saying run this repeatedly, which I wouldn't have expected because when you think of BA, there isn't really a normal mode equivalent. But you would have assumed that everything that could have come from a normal mode of BA would have been from just Eureka Greater. Yeah, Which is a, a pretty big contrast to, to the Savage Drops. Going back to that, what was there any real reason to kind of consistently, like, run BA? I mean... Everything was tradable in there. Yep. So that's the, one of the big okay. differences between this and Savage, is that all the Savage Drops are, like, they're locked to you. You can't trade any of them, which is really bad when you're progressing it, actually. But... In NBA, it was you could get a cloth and trade it to someone who's going to use it to make a vermilion cloak. Or you'd get yeah. the, the other thing and give it to someone who's making their Dragoon armor, for example. It also meant that if you weren't trading them, you were selling them. 
Or using them mm. yourself. So if you got an AV, like, I, I mean, my, I got the conditional virtue minion. I didn't get it to drop. Someone who didn't want it gave it to me because it just dropped in it. Yeah. It was Alice, in case you're wondering. He just, <laughs> he just said, here, you take it. And I'm like, don't you want to sell this? And he's like, don't make me change my mind. <laughs> yeah. I remember the very first one of those dropping oh, for us. Like Alice. Sold for uh, eighty-seven yeah, yeah, million yeah, kill. Yeah, I, I remember yeah. the eighty million. Yeah, I was like, "Don't you want to sell what? this for eighty million kill?" Yeah, yeah. Um, not to mention that, like the Vermilion cloaks and the Kirin Zosodes, whether it be a Final Fantasy Eleven nostalgia boner or just straight up making someone who just started Eureka's life a million times easier by giving them access to elemental stat in the very first zone if they invest. Like it was, it was valuable to the specifically that ecosystem. Not to mention people wanted Ozma, so you were always having, you always had new people. It was very rarely a run that was just yeah. 48 people reclearing when it yeah. came to that. So, uh, one big thing with BA, I, I like to say BA is Coil and this is Alexander. That's literally what happened here. BA is one difficulty. If you want to finish through the story, you have one choice, only one way in. This is, you got normal mode for the story. It's accessible casually and there's, Rewards that almost any player wants, and then savages for the do or die, don't step foot in here if you don't have the balls to do it kind of design. It's, it's, it's just whirlwind of memories coming back, just without mm. a jiggly ass and a manipulator. Mm. Comparatively, yeah, like... If you scale them both difficulty down, why is the same amount? Then yeah. you're probably looking at a very similar sort of spread. Um... Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with you. It's a good take. Thank you. So, and you were mentioning all those rewards. I got my hairstyle on my second or third clear, sold that. Got Gabriel Mark III working on my relic. And I think I got a gold coin at some point. So, I'm, uh, I like normal mode. That's, that's it. I like normal mode. Okay, oh no, chat's like, so when's the 48-man ultimate? That's the next step. Oh no. <laughs> Let's talk about the Savage before we talk about a 48-man ultimate, because that's... Uh, that's a different level of fucking babysitting. I don't trust 48 people <laughs> in this, let alone 48 people in that. Mm. That's, that's a feedback part that I have. Okay, so normal mode, we all generally enjoy it, or at the very least acknowledge that it's places, it's well-placed in terms of uh, the content structure. Now we have to talk about the real meat. In that of Savage. Our, our first mm -hmm. fully designated high player count Savage. And oh boy. Did it, did it deliver? Oh did it deliver that promise in every way, shape, and form? At least how I feel. Before I get into the specifics, I'll let, I'll let our guests talk first and Sly. Actually, I do want to know how you feel about it as someone who's only approached it from like a pugging perspective, because that is actually going to be a major topic. But from my fellow Ether Raiders over here, what was the overall uh, re reception, your overall feeling of it, looking back now to Prague and, and completing it and re-clearing it? Uh, go ahead. I never want to organize 48 people <laughs> ever again. <laughs> ever. It's not happening. <laughs> and that's it. That's his only takeaway from, there we go. We're from done. the whole thing. Nope, never doing it again. 
<laughs> so, I think it, I think the best place to start off would be to talk about expectations, right? Yes. So pre-patch, when we were all thinking about Deliver and Savage, I mean, I didn't think this content... I mean, e- even knowing how BA was... First of all, I knew I wasn't going to miss it because BA was amazing and I missed it. And uh, huge regrets about that not being there because I didn't think Eureka was going to be anything fancy except for our grind fest. But hey, it was amazing. So, um, Deliberum, I wanted to be there, but I honestly did not think it was going to be this long until we cleared. This many days, this much content. Um, still very surprised and pleasantly surprised that they gave us that much, uh, to prog through. So, even if the initial reaction was, uh, was wiping a whole bunch of trash. Can I can I say in counter to that that I absolutely did expect that, and I had a whole bunch of people telling me I was stupid for thinking that, and then it came out and I was right, and nobody said a word. <laughs> I don't remember. I think I just expected it to be the same difficulty as BA, and thus I I kind of tr- thought of it like ultimate, where like the first ultimate took super long because everyone was like ah whatever you know I'm sure they're saying whatever whatever you know it's just yada yada through it and got shit on, and this was. Gonna be like the T or the Uwu, I guess, more so, where it's like, you know, oh, you know, yeah, that was still tough, but they, they, you know, we knew, we knew we had a better idea of how to be mentally prepared. It didn't work out that way. No, it didn't work out that way. I think my expectations are tempered by one day tears of Savage. Um, you know, I come to expect that unless it's an ultimate, that it's going to be one or two days of content. And I just, this was pleasantly surprising. A lot of stuff to do. Yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about as well. Now, Sly, you haven't, you didn't go balls to the wall like me. You just, you, you're not that kind of raider. You don't want to be that kind of raider. I didn't say, he said it. He said it. He said it. I didn't say it. No, 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 no. And I'll say this because like, uh, again, like y'all went balls to the wall. Y'all were like, fuck this. We're, we're going like 16, 18 hours a day. Primal. I, I look on, I'll look on the, um, the discord. Yeah, we're gonna go at uh, 8, 8 p.m. this evening. I'm like, y'all wanna go now? I mean, we can go now. We can go now. I mean, I've just finished. I'd like to see something. And some, luckily, some people actually did go in. Like, even before the the actual agreed upon time, and um, we saw things, and we saw how it was different than uh, normal, and. Yeah, but, but for the most part, um, I guess the one thing, I guess the one thing that's difficult, uh, in comparison, uh, is actually, you know, getting people to go in. Like, again, it's, it's an Uber. You gotta kinda wait on that time. They scheduled that time, so we have to wait on that time. But, like, I, I'm just at the point where I'm joining any group I can. Like, no matter what fucking time it is, like, it, it's usually late. But, um, I'm doing any group I can to see as much as I can, and it like they're consistently like evening or night for some reason. Um, you'll get some like on the weekends or in the day, but um, we're, we're taking it a bit slower, I guess. Yeah, I've been watching Miz do some primal stuff as well. They've been working through. Mm-hmm. They're on the the hot cold boss, which is always. I think it's going to be, he, he, I mean, you know, I said there was no jiggly butt, but Hot Cold is going to be the A3S of, of this comparatively. Why? Both being the third boss and being the one that if people can't do it, it will be 
consistently a disaster, pretty much, for any group that's looking to make it through. So I don't. <laughs> Yo, fuck that Jacob's ladder, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Come on, you don't you don't want it slide? I mean, it was like normal. It, it's fine because you could, like I, you can see where the lines are going, but my ass, like. In a savage setting, will not remember where each line goes. And I have to fucking map that shit. I, yeah, I have to map that shit out before. I'll have to map that shit out before we get to the Jacob's ladder. Be like, like, okay, okay, that line is gonna go right there. Slide is doing exactly. Right I was, I was gonna say, I feel called out by chat. The finger on the monitor, just like there we go. I can just draw the that line. line. Is gonna go right there. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm gonna just make a fucking sheet, like a little cheat there sheet. There is a sheet. Okay. There is actually our sheets out there that because there's only two patterns. Okay. There's actually only two ladder yeah, patterns. Okay. But I see us having the same reaction I'm having, and that that does not make it easier. <laughs> that is not a help. It's better to learn how to turn. Yeah, you can either learn two sheets with five pet, like you know, individual lines that they're following, or you can just learn to draw a line. That's it. <laughs> It takes it takes yeah, every turn it can do. do just follow the follow the line. I have to do that every oh, fucking time. The <laughs> only other alternative I think is the cursed tech, which is you target the person in your party who has the same debuffs oh. as you and just just follow them. Oh no, I, that's I the that's the cursed I, tech. I will not. That gets you more in trouble than <laughs> sometimes doing it your fucking self. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, I couldn't. <sighs> Jesus. I, I've seen I've seen people doing it on the uh, the slashes with the sword. That's that's all. I'm gonna no, say. that's gonna be a whole thing that to talk. That's about. even worse. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! I have to talk about that mechanic when we get to it. But we're get, we're get, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So, Deliverance yeah, Savage, we're... as Sly has stated and as Fia has very clearly expressed in his overview, forty-eight player Savage. Honestly, my only criticism of it is that is that it's a forty-eight man Savage. And that's one, and that's one thing I wanted to get to because that's one thing you said. You said like it was forty-eight hard stop. There can be there, there can't be any more, any less. Um, were you wanting like something? Were you wanting something where like if you went in with less people, it scaled, or you could uh, you could sink it to less people and then go for a challenge run? What were you wanting out of that? So you go first on this, because you organized the 48 people. You were one of the people organizing. You were the one with the biggest headache here. I just said words and people listened to me. So that's, I got nothing here. I personally think the only thing that should be changed is it gives you the ability to queue in with less, but doesn't sink it down. So that if you're missing people, you can still go in and, like, be okay. Um, But as Mr. Haffey would know, sometimes people are just late. And instead of being able to just pull someone in, or just just queue in. Sorry, you got to wait an hour, and it's forty-seven people just sitting there. You can't go in. You just have to sit there and wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't. I yeah, agree. I wasn't late for the first time in a raid in my entire raiding career. <laughs> that story's even worse, as chat's bringing up, because I woke up. My alarm didn't go off. It was set, but it didn't go off, or I snoozed it and just was so tired I slept through it. So I was an hour late, but I had to make coffee, and I only have one way of making coffee, and it's with a French press. So we 
wait another 15 minutes after that at least, maybe 20. I wasn't really paying much attention to the time. <laughs> uh, the joke was that I had to fly to Brazil to buy the beans in person and that it was going to take oh, a we while. We thought you were harvesting them yourself, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that was, that was, yeah. Oh, and in my chat, everyone, so you ever had somebody spam Discord to try and get someone's attention? How about spamming your chat with the hydrate option when they're waiting for you to finish making your fucking coffee? Because I looked over at that, and it was literally like like that. It was a million times more than what's in my chat right now. These hydrate warnings. Oh. Listen, I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> I was really hoping that there was another person to take my place at the time. Oh, there it goes. Yep, that's now the story's come full circle. There you go. That's... <laughs> That's exactly how it looked. This is this is an exact recreation of what fuck. Don't be late to raid guys because when seven people are waiting on you it's bad. When 47 people are waiting on you it is uh eight times worse, uh, six times worse. Yeah, the, it wasn't intended as a call out for you happy, but it's just an example as of As Mr. Happy can like, attest, that is definitely a call. <laughs> it's it's just an example of how I guess unfortunate the system can be, you know, when situations arise. Being able to go in with one less man wouldn't make or break any of the fights. Uh, but not being able to go in because you have one less man breaks the entire group of 47 people. Yep. Themselves. Yep. 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 And everyone who's ever had to sub for a raid night knows that even just grabbing a rando would be almost worse than just going in with the one less person sometimes. I mean, the, idea, the idea was there that, that we could ask them just to zone in and zone out. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But we, but we yeah. That wanted it's almost insulting to them. Like, yeah, listen, we don't actually want you to to be there. Can you just, you know. <laughs> that's, that's almost worse in some ways. Uh, all right. So DR Savage, uh, 48, I, I think it should just be 24. I think they did it backwards. I'd rather have a 48. I'd rather just have a 24-man normal, 24-man savage, personally. If they're going to hard cap it at a number. <laughs> Only if they're going to be not flexible. I'd rather have it at 24 than 48. I think it's a more achievable okay. number on average. It just makes doing two different groups necessary and just as much of a headache is the big problem if you were to try and split the perfect 48. But that's my only ask if they can't do it dynamically, like BA. Because BA did scale. If you went in with 30, you went in with 20, the bosses were scaled differently. They had different HP, and, you know, you could. it was clearable regardless. Not here. This is not a choice. And I, it's the only decision I don't agree with. I can see why they did it from a community standpoint. Yeah. Similar to why they did it for BA. You get to play with a whole bunch of new people. You... You know, it makes people actually interact with other people in this massively multiplayer online role-playing game experience, uh, which you're not really incentivized to do literally anywhere else in the game. Yeah. It's pretty much play with your seven buds and you're good for the entire game. This game is so insular around uh, raid groups. Even 24 mans have only ever been bug content, so this was really like a meeting of the minds for a lot of different groups. Yeah, that Which works really sometimes. Cool. Doesn't work other times. It has its ups and its downs when it's this large scale. There's always it's uh, o- yeah overall a positive, even if you get some negatives. Yeah, I mean it's un- it's unavoidable. With more, I mean Sly and I call it all the time. The more people you have, what do you get, Sly? What? 
More people debuff. Besides a headache. Yeah. More people debuff. People debuff. More chance for the people debuff. Enough. Well, I mean, I mean, think about it this way. You have the dumbest person in your raid group, but now they make six man, a six man party of the dumbest person in all six raid groups and they are vying for the dumbest. <laughs> and then you, and then you have to deal, you have to adjust to that, that person. There you go. I didn't expect you to put it that way, but yeah. <laughs> New name. New name. New name? The Lubrum Daycare Savage. <laughs> Sly, I need your your con. That's the new best of Sly's nicknames for content because he you have one for pretty much everything. People fuck the, the Lubrum daycare. There you go. Yeah. So, um, in regards to all all these people, um, you have a, like all these people. You have the like all these moving parts, and uh, you were talking about culling. Oh yeah. Has that been an issue for any of your runs? Has that, oh. has that affected it? <laughs> if you only knew. Ask, ask Samurais how they feel about Makio having no effect. So, so yeah. Slide. There's a few different forms of culling, and one of them is buff culling, where if you have too many buffs, just you know how like a boss has too many debuffs, it culls your debuffs. Mm. If you have too many buffs, it calls your buffs. So whenever there's a raid-wide going out, most of the time we've got, like, a ton of stuff being popped because the raid-wides towards the end are incredibly strong. Oh, believe me, I've seen. I've seen. Yeah. And Samurais would go to press Mekyo, and it would just you say, no effect. <laughs> and they just lose it. Or a warrior goes to use inner release, and it just doesn't happen. I dodged a triple cast and an ether in my opener. That's fun. That's real fun. Yeah, that's... yeah it, it, what Cleese is saying in the chat's relevant here, that buff culling in particular is not unique to 48 men. It's more unique to Delibrium itself, because we have yes. so many extra buffs from all the actions that we're mm-hmm. popping that it's actually causing it to spill over. So, you know, when you're when you're popping the, the tank mid cooldown, when you have your essence up, when you've got the Pride of the Lion buff, say, for example... Um, from the duel. Protect and shell, bravery. Protect, your own protect shell, buff. bravery, yeah. yeah. yeah there's just all these extras that weren't normally there, and suddenly this is becoming an issue. Yeah. Yeah, the 48-man, the closest thing, I, I think they handle actual culling better than BA does. BA, you would literally lose entire AoEs. Like, you'd have to kill, like, a, a spear on the second boss, and it wouldn't show up for people if they didn't walk up to so- it. I'm not sure if that experience is because I made it very clear that we don't run too many scholars or summoners, and also partly due to job changes where lots of classes lost ground effects, uh, lots of classes lost pets and things like that. Um, so it could have been to do with that. I haven't looked at other groups running, which who you know might have a bunch of summoners, may have a bunch of dark knights, but we didn't actually lose, well at least I didn't personally miss any mechanic. There was nothing called visually. Uh, and the entire run, which could be system side, it could just be smarter planning. I think yeah. head markers is the only thing. People markers over people's heads was the only thing that mm. I actually saw actively called. So other than that, yeah, no, this this one seems it's just the buffs, just because of the lost action, and it's even more thing here because the lost action system was so vastly improved over Eureka's actions and the flexibility, the sheer number you could bring, and how effective they were for what you were doing. That it's it was almost inevitable, Thanos meme. Just like it was, it was awful. 
But as a white mage, I don't have to deal with it. I just feel bad for the DPS who have way more important buttons that need to happen. If I lose a thin air, it's it sucks, but it's not nothing. It's nothing compared to losing your inner release as a warrior. Yeah, for sure. And we we learn how to cope with it with things like you know, uh, clicking off certain buffs that you know aren't going to be useful. Like protect isn't useful except really on tanks. Um, for most of those fights, if there's an AOE raid buster that's uh, physical, it's usually not that big a deal if you don't have protect. And um, I mean, for someone like who's carrying the pride buff, which is like extra ones, they can click off more stuff like shields because they have double HP. They don't need them. Yeah, um, they don't need shell. Pretty much, that's that's one that can go. Which uh, not think, something they can say for most everyone else. I, I think Shin made a status off macro that took off all of the shields on him, like all the different types of shields and protect shell. And he just clicked that before the opener or during the opener. Make sure he didn't get cold. That's a good idea. I'm putting that in the guide. Putting status, <laughs> status off for the pride for the pride buff. In yeah, the in particular for the pride because their damage matters the most. So you and don't want them getting, getting cold. Yeah, they're going to be doing dance partner. So that's another three buffs on them. Yeah, they'll oh, get tether, tether, dance partner, uh, probably Devil a card Man, from yeah, the astro, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's there's really no. Not to mention you have the ranged giving dervish and you have ether shield. Yeah. So there's there's way too many things happening for them to even risk it at all. They're too tanky to give a shit. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Just everything defensive off. And that's something that we, we, we still gotta even talk about that. So, so we haven't even entered. Our conversation literally hasn't stepped foot in there yet. We've just talked about the size of the raid and the implications that come with it. When you enter, it becomes very evident that they were not holding back pretty much within the first five minutes of being in there. Everyone in normal mode is used to walking up and Makoto like, how do we do this? Oh, look at this teleporter. Oh, look, the first boss. This is so cool. But everyone who does normal goes, hmm, what are these other two teleporters for? And this is where the tone is set. Because once you leave that first platform, you can never return. Hence our grievances with pure essence forgetters. Because we had at least a dozen runs where people pop their essences. Everyone in their party pops an essence. Everyone says they're ready with essences, and we get on to the platform, and somebody's like, I am a goober. And we all have to exit <laughs> in and order to fix their problem. And collectively, million gill is thrown away from a worth of uh, fragments that well, would create that essence. It's a lot more than that. When a, An essence is on average about 200, 250k right now. So times that by 47. 250k? Yeah. Maybe on day one. Yeah, consider, well, considering that they're not, they're like one in three to get an actual essence out of the uh, the fragments that you get. I'm thinking they're still like 13k a pop for most for the fragments. Are they that cheap now? Yeah. Gamblers are still expensive because people just want it for the collection, I think. But they don't mm. like need it, need it, and you can't farm it with clusters. So. Right, yeah, I'm at so. the market board. Let's see. Divinity is 15k. Yeah, that's oh, the that one, yeah. Okay, well, well, week one they were like 100k plus yeah. each. We had to trade them every like so after the first trash, you get two s, you get two fragments. Everyone gets two if you beat the first trash bowl. So everyone was just like, I've got two divinities for three clarity. Like I'll trade you this. This that's the only reason why we didn't lose our minds because not everyone had clusters farmed up and, and ready to go. That was or made time to farm them at any point. So. That was uh, that was always kind of a concern for everyone in the first day or so. 
Because you split the raid in half immediately. 24 go one way, 24 go the other. <laughs> and a bit of a mismatch, this part, in my opinion. <laughs> Sly, which side did you go to, Sly, in, in your pugs? First few, I did Golem. But you have seen the other side. I have. <laughs> yeah, so the east side has it easy, and the west side... <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not, like, mm-hmm. it was. it's a bigger learning curve more than anything. It just has a much lower execution, it has a much, uh, a much higher execution demand. Like, it's more demanding on execution than the other side. Is. Yeah, definitely. You got the 24 gamers over in the golem side going, what is happening with the west side? This is so easy over here. Are they just bad? You know, it's like, you should, you should come take a look for yourself. <laughs> yeah, so... It's awful. To catch everyone up, on the east side, the team has to kill four golems. There's two blues, two greens. I'm colorblind. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. And you have to kill them on platforms. Uh, there's a red, red, green, blue, white platform. Uh, they cast a spell that changes their color. If you let them cast it, it changes. If they siphon silence them, it doesn't. But you essentially just have to let two of them change once. You kill the white golem on the white one, the red on the red, the green on the green, the blue on the blue. Some golems are spawning north and south the whole time, but as long as you just hold them where they spawn, they literally don't do anything. They each have their own mechanics, like red will one-shot people if it gets in range of them, blue does a super powerful dot, white tries to heal itself to fall, and green only tries to eat other golems. But figuring that out takes about one, maybe one and a half runs to figure out that this is what they want you to do. On the other side is slimes. Mm-hmm. And that is a much... That, that is... I, I don't know why slimes is so drastically different in terms of what it's demanding. But on slime side, you have to kill four, you have to get four slimes, make them big, five stacks of like a growing buff that they get from eating other slimes, specifically green slimes eating green slimes. And when they die, the button they're on only stays lit for a few seconds, and then you have to do that all over again to fix it. So you have to kill all four at just about the same time. And they have so much HP. Yes, they do. At the same time, you need to kill reds. And reds, if they fuse, insta-kill people. And then there's soldiers that must be must have been intended to do the mechanics, but nobody gives a shit because they can knock back the slimes or they're just like, if you screw up, then they, they I guess they punish you could be the other thing. Excuse me, Happy, but I have seen green slimes fuse with the red slimes and it was perfectly fine, green slime. Okay. I have visual... Per- no, I'm... I'm obviously joking. It doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Okay. Doesn't Are make you just a referring to what was the conversation for the first two hours of Prague that us and Golem didn't hear? Is that what the conversation yes. sounded yes. like? Okay. It triggers me. <laughs> I'm colorblind, and red-green is not a good combination of slimes to have, so I'm glad <laughs> I wasn't fucking over there, because it wouldn't, it wouldn't have gone so well. Um, and it's just, uh, it was terrible. Like they said, on Golem's side, we were like, all right, so is this negative 14590? I think this is probably negative 14590. <laughs> that's how much metal Zero you lose. Metal for, game. Yeah, that's how much metal you, you lose for releasing is 14590. And I'll never forget that. That number is permanently ingrained into my brain for the rest of my life. I will never, I don't know how much you lose for dying, but I know how much you lose for releasing. And, uh, 
It's not fair. Do we, how, do we really think they didn't think this was mismatched? Do they, they just didn't care that like one side just seemed to have it so much worse? Or do they, do they think that just them knowing the way it was designed made them go like, yeah, that's fine. I think they probably actually underestimated how much or how difficult slimes was to solve because of how many moving parts it has. Because it's actually really simple conceptually how to solve it. But getting to that point where you have all the information you need is actually kind of difficult. There's a lot of moving parts there. So I think it was a, an under, like a, an underestimation on their part. As to I actually, why slimes was so hard. I actually wonder if they, um, made a change to it late on in the development because I do feel like the rupture does not, I mean, the fact that it gives you a doom stack telegraphs to me that that's not what you're supposed to do. And the fact that you basically couldn't avoid it, if you ran all the way to the entrance as far away as you could, it would still hit you. One of, one of the corners would unless you went all the way to the exit. But it was just, it was designed in such a way that the Doomstack is supposed to mean you screwed up. So it was intended to be killed, or, or, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think they were intended to be killed. But if that's the case, like, the damage requirement was insane, even with actions. And the big so thing with know. this is it's not so much that killing them before Rupture goes off is a problem. It's the fact that all four of them need to die so close together in timing. That's the part that I don't know if they really fully understood was was so dangerous because then it makes it seem it just makes it seem like the rupture it's not intended but it's such a, a enormous de- what golems don't care they just die whenever and they're just like all right we'll kill small golems until the other side's done mm-hmm. and on slimes it's like exact you screw up even a little bit and the golem side goes just goes all right everyone line up around this trap we're gonna wait till well, everyone's in range you also couldn't do anything like. I actually thought that initially that you'd get the slimes low, and then when they fused, they would still be low. But no, Mm -hmm. they made it so they get a full HP restore whenever they merge. So you're on a timer as soon as they start merging, and you essentially have to sync the timers and blow through this huge HP check in a really short amount of time, like relatively speaking, for four of those slimes. For one, it's easy, but for four. I I feel like something was changed there, or, or... Otherwise, I don't know. It's well, really unbalanced. One strategy I, I, I remember think... you guys were doing, this is Fia. Fia refused to accept those soldiers were not there for a reason. And I remember this part of your strategizing where you were like, well, they knock them back. It interrupts the rupture cast. So they clearly want you to use the soldiers to interrupt it and knock them onto the button to make sure you have enough time to do Which is still ridiculous compared to what the golem side has to do, whether or not it's intended. I was so I think... vehemently against that strategy. <laughs> I actually think that's the intended strat. I do but what so I too. also think is intended that we didn't do is we didn't go in there and actually use actions and actually use essences when we were testing stuff. People were not prepared, so there were people without pure essences while we were figuring this all out. So we were missing out just a ton of damage, which would have made that check significantly easier, which is more of a lack of preparation side of things. That's true. Because if people had gone in there with pure essences, those things would melt. Or even just stuff like, you know, font of magic and, and uh, a banner or something. Pro- or death. Like proper damage. Cooldowns. Or just death. death as well. Death I does mean, work. Four, four deaths would have worked. Yeah. Would have worked. I and mean, I have to wonder if that's just what they thought. Like, yeah, let's use death. We just, I mean, I remember we just didn't like it because it was RNG. You know, what if yeah. one slime resists, you know, six deaths in a row and it's like, well, you don't make the timer anymore. And then that's all it's the weight. For, and it's like, this is the very beginning. We can't revisit our weight. We have to carry those deaths with us for the rest of this. You know, it's a lot of a lot of factors that led into moving away from that. What was your average experience with this in Pug Sly? Because Golems, I... Listen, 
Golems are easy, but man, if I don't have some peeves about people's self-control on that side. <laughs> As somebody who called on the golem side? On the golem side, the self-control of some people... <sighs> you have pretty, pretty good self-control. You didn't have any um, red golems just attacking healers in range because there's like dot right as it's transforming. First, at first, yeah, but you know, people kind of, kind of, you know, slowed it a bit down. Um, like my experience is just my experience is usually, you know, take out golems in order. Wait, 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 wait for. Wait for the shout. Wait for the shout that says wipe. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. It's it's strange to me that the only piece of communication that's needed from Golem side is don't hit red. If I didn't hear Happy say don't hit red, I was like, "Hmm, maybe they're wiping. But then you've got the communication from from Slime side, and it's like you've got so many moving parts. And northeast ready, Mm -hmm. southeast ready, southwest ready. DPS kill, DPS kill times. Move, time it. (laughs) Yeah. And what we would do is we would take we would take red down to like twenty percent, and like everybody's like, okay, don't fucking touch it. Just go do hallway shit. And then we would just wait on the wipe. Like whereas I've done Slime side. Like, Slime Side is just so goddamn involved. I'm like, okay, you know what? In order to kind of help this out, I'm just going to stay and I'm going to DPS um, the uh, center mobs, the, the hallway mobs. The soldiers, yeah. We'll have one, yeah, we'll have one north, one south. I'll be south. Um, oh, go ahead. No, 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 finish your story, sorry. Okay. Like, we'll have one north, one south, and that'll be fine. Like, I can, I can at least keep shit from getting knocked back into something. Um, meanwhile, like, all, all I just hear is just people losing their shit, or, like, it didn't get silenced. Fuck, right? Um, oh, I've seen that happen. What else? <laughs> there, there was just so much shit. There's so much moving parts on the west side. And, and I've seen it firsthand, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you're right. This is, Golem side is easier. It's, fuck, it, but I want to come over here. There's so few moving parts if everything goes right. Well, the problem is when something goes wrong, like two green slimes merging in the doorway, and you're like, it's okay, well, let's talk about handling this. You know, troubleshooting the problems. Oh, two red slimes merged, and now we need heavy DPS over here in Northeast, or it's going to wipe us. You know, have to adjust it. <laughs> Do you guys on that side ever have a situation where you finish your green slimes, like, really fast, right? Like, you're all good, you're just waiting on Golem's side to finish. And there's a red slime that may have met another red slime that's falling, that's following behind. <laughs> you ever have the big, the slow-moving big red slime walking towards you while you're all stuffed in the corner? <laughs> I remember anything like that, but... Damn. Uh- I was, I was really going to ask the Frankenstein slime. Frankenstein. Uh, for my benefit, as someone who's been on ninety-nine percent slime side, what is don't attack the red golem like in relationship? Why don't you attack the red? So, golem? The, so the the way it starts is there's two greens and two blues, and when they cast metamorphosis, mm-hmm. if they you let them finish casting it, if you don't silence it, they transform. The mm-hmm. order is always fixed. Green becomes red, becomes blue, becomes white, and then it loops back around. 
So, because you have two greens and two blues, you just put them in the spot, let don't silence two of them, you're done. The whole, the whole solving of getting the right colors is done. The red one resets aggro and tethers to the first person who hits it. Uh, it's gonna fixate. I see. So it's gonna fixate on a ranged and it will kill anyone in one hit without mana wall. Even with mana wall, honestly, I think it hits for like 700,000, so like a non-tank, even without mana wall, would probably eat shit. Um, and it needs to die on the exact spot. So what's the easiest way to do that? Tank and Volm? Hold it on the spot when it's almost dead. What happens when a white mage has that? They gotta fucking figure out how to make sure that thing dies at the exact angle, or they just need to accept they're gonna auto, get auto die, but it's on the button for the last like 5%. So... It adds an executional error. It adds a, the only potential executional error in the entire phase. The only other one is letting demolishes cast, which is so the, that, yeah. It adds only demolish when you're waiting for the slime side to finish. So once the red fixates, you're saying it drops the fixate at some point. If the person it's fixated to dies, it'll do it by aggro. Oh. Okay, okay. So if you kill that person, you can fix it. Um. Or if you kill the red and it raises again, I think it doesn't refixate. I think it's still, I think it just continues to just go by aggro. But it's annoying when a summoner or a white mage is like running past and they throw like a dot on it right as it's casting metamorphosis. And then all of a sudden you just see the tether reach out into the hallway. And now that person has to figure out how to get it in back into the room because it's walking through this narrow little corridor and they're just like, all right, kite it all the way up, kite it all the way back and in here. And there's nothing you can do about that. It just, you have to wait. You have to either sacrifice that person. One way or the other, that person almost always dies. It's rare that oh, we don't no. just let that person So you're die. telling me the worst catastrophe that happens on Golem side is one person dies. Yes, exactly. Oh, and, no. and you know what? It's sometimes they're really just getting a head start based on how the other side is going. <laughs> <laughs> because there's nothing worse than on Golem side than being told you need to wipe. And everyone's re-razor proccing at the same time. <laughs> it's an absolute curse. I wish every enrage mechanic got rid of re-razor in this, in this content. Please just dispel all of our buffs when you're fully enraged. Just let us or click it off. Or let us yeah, click it off. you can click off re-razor. That's so strange to me. You can click off your essence, you can click off the dual buff, but you can't click off re-razor? But you know what you can do with re-razor? You can accidentally press it five times and use them all instantly. Nice. Awesome. I did that on my lion duel when I first... Hot, you, <laughs> you know, I bound the re-razor to a hotkey and I've been waiting to, hit the, to fat finger it, but it hasn't happened yet. I'm sure it will at some point. It's scary. You're brave. Brave Keo. <laughs> so that's already like a massive difference between normal and savage. This whole extra trash pull with its own, you know, it's the rewards are just a couple of fragments, but whatever. That was, at least for us, fairly important every time we went back in and had to prog on first boss, you know, trash after that second boss. You know, it was guaranteed fueling people without having them have to go off and cluster farm, which I think is a pretty good structure considering the loot in savages. Awkwardly limited compared to normal, like Sphia brought up earlier. The fragments are the only thing in the whole instance that can be traded the, amongst players when you when you leave or sold in any sort of regard. Minion, but yeah, the minion. Oh yeah, the minion that uh, when forty eight people beat it and try to put it on the market board at the same time, it does great for trying to sell it. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then we all have five of them. Maybe shouldn't have made it a hundred percent. He shouldn't have made it 
But then you move on to the first boss, and you've got Ravana Savage. So, Svia, you specifically mentioned normal mode feeling more like a trial than a 24-man. For these bosses, specifically starting with the first one, how do you feel when fighting these? They feel like easy extreme trials. That's it doesn't yeah, it feels like a boss rush as opposed to a twenty four man, because twenty four men don't really feel like bosses. Twenty four men feel like the in between bosses you get in Delubrum. That's fair. Keo, difficulty assessment. I mean, there's a lot of twenty four man bosses, like regular twenty four mans, where you can just stand still for like the entire fight and just get hit by anything that comes at you and just live. And that just doesn't exist in Delibrum. If you stand still, you're dying. You're gonna, you're so dead. So, um, there's definitely more to it. Uh, that's it. I agree with Sphia. It's more like a trial. But I really like what they did with it. I'm a huge fan of Delibrum's, like, the way they designed it in terms of the, the Doom stacks and there's, there's way more mechanics. It feels like more mechanics than usual. Uh, in terms of forcing you to react to them. And uh, I like it. It's, I think it's great. You know what they I, I needed want to do, though? They needed to make it so the doomsticks don't fall off between bosses. I disagree. All right, Satan. <laughs> Damn. I, I, Damn. I don't... I'm all, there's already a, a, a rise demand that is insane right now. Y'all need to go farm oh. some compassions and realize what a pain it is being an Arise user and a Delibrum Savage. <laughs> you can burn through so many. But, no. And that's wow. that's a big thing. Sly made a mention during our normal mode talk, bring your pure essences. Realistically, with the way people do it, this is where pure essences need to start. Is As soon as you get to an actual boss, past the slimes and the golems. Um, it's more important mm-hmm. later on, but I'd say, well, as soon as you're here, if you're not using pure essences... Outside of your first like time getting there, because you didn't know if you were going to get there, even then it should be in your holster and you're, you're griefing for not having it. <clears throat> but that also brings up the next conversation, because Sly, earlier I mentioned to you there's some crazy combinations of different skills, mm-hmm. and the pure essences are actually the key to that. When we first got them, yep. we noticed they said they had unusual or unexpected effects. We were afraid, based on our experience with Gambler's Dice, and other unexpected effects that it was going to be bad things that they were like it was like oh if you use these you know they're real strong but something bad could happen no they're all good things sly they're all good things some of them gooder mm. than others gooder gooder yes right. much gooder yes more better arise being one of the ones that we didn't know existed at first even though i accidentally did it on one too. of our first pulls. I accidentally did it on one of our first pulls, too, because I was like, oh, we're going in. I'm going to be so bright and bushy-eyed, and I'm going to use a pure essence right off the bat. I'm going to bring arises to help people. I'm going to be so useful. Same. I arise during the slimes. It worked at one point, and we didn't believe it. But, but yeah, um, that's one of those additional effects that was very pleasing to find out. Now, some of them, are, like we said, are great. I actually want to start with the bad ones, because <laughs> uh, there's one in particular that's extra questionable. I'd say almost two that are extra questionable. So, so first of all, pure essence of the gambler. I don't know if we ever really we, we really understand if it even affects the dice in any way. It does. It's, it does. It does I, it? I, we've done testing. Okay. All right. We've done over a hundred dice. 
collectively with Gambleron. And there are no negative effects at all except for one single Doom. So you've got like a 1% chance-ish to roll Doom. But you can't get the Toad, you can't get the Mini, you can't get anything like that. All you can get is a very slim chance at the Doom, or you get only positive buffs. Yeah, I've so seen a lot of healer LV3s with Gamble, Gambler. I've so seen a many lot of healer LV3s with Gamble. And, and they're not just a standard healer LV3. For people that don't know, it's like outside your party, too. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a full it's a full instance healer LV3. So uh, It also restores MP to yes. people who are alive. Yes. So yeah. it is, uh, it is, it is the, the ultimate of, of spells. But bringing Gambler here is also griefing if you're not the duelist winner because you so just chain die in the last two bosses. Yeah, unless you really want that what twenty percent dodge chance to save your life, which uh, Gambler not that kind of Gambler in my opinion, not not willing to take that risk. Then we've got Tank, which has one really efficient use I can think of, but is never going to be worth bringing outside of very suspect fringe cases. Indomitable Pure Essence works with Sacrifice. Now, Sacrifice was from uh, Baldessian. It was the the primary way you rezzed, especially if Cleese was in your party. So, that was... <laughs> re- <laughs> yeah. So, it was, it was, you know, you would basically sacrifice your life to rez somebody else. And then you'd have, like, a re-raiser. Back then it was Spirit of Remembered. Here it's re-raiser. And it works the same, but it weighs 19 in your holster, which at maximum is 80 if you did the quest. Do the quest, by the way. So, bringing it's a huge commitment. Way more than bringing a rise, which I think weighs 8, and it has the 5 chances or something like that. <laughs> the Indom sometimes makes it not kill you. And it's one stack. It's so bad. Yeah, and it's only one use. Mm. For the nineteen Yeah. Like what they think sacrifice was too strong in BA? Like I hated sacking. Yeah, chain sacks was uh, especially because of the, how clunky Spirit of the Remembered was. This is especially the thing that made it the worst. You'd just bring six Spirit of the Remembered and be like, please don't die. I don't I can't do this. I don't want to do but, it. Like IMO, if you want to make that useful, it needs to not have stacks or have like ten plus. And then we could realistically talk about lucking out and getting like ten in a row. No doom. Yeah. And uh, the only real situation I imagine it being like, I don't... But the thing is, the only situation I imagine using sacrifice is regardless of indomitable. Because I think of, like, both your healers are dead. And you can healer LB3. And you can guarantee, okay, healer's up. Healer LB3. I'm back alive. That's it. That's the only situation I can think of where I unanimously would pick sacrifice over Arise. And... that's it's too heavy. You need so many other things to be as effective as possible in here. That the thought of committing to sacrifice just it doesn't work. Then range then physical. Again, then again, how many tanks are filling up their holster? Them mm-hmm. ether shields, man. Uh, you know how many? Listen, the few times they didn't have ether shields, I've been so sad. <laughs> so very, very sad. <laughs> don't don't tanks take at most two of those though? Like one backup? In case I don't know how much do they weigh. Out. I don't know how much they weigh. Uh, don't know. I can, I can look it up. Eight or fifteen. Eight. Yeah, that makes sense. Because a rise is another, you know, another action that weighs. I I figured it probably weighed around eight there. Uh, 
Yeah, but I mean, I've seen them. I've 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 seen tanks want to bring a lot of big DPS stuff, perceptions, then their own DPS stuff, then eat their shields for the end. So the idea of them sacking what is anywhere from you know is almost a fourth of a full holster for that one fringe case. Just uh, maybe, maybe because I still wouldn't ask a DPS to bring it. Or a healer to bring it. Without, it had, even if you're not using... Even if Indom wasn't a factor, I'd still only ask a tank to bring it. Because you have enough extra tanks across every party that it's not that big a deal, I assume. Then you get the saddest one. Ranged physical. What were I they thinking? I don't know what they were thinking here. Sly, what do you think the range physical one does? I actually want to hear what a complete... Because don't, you don't know what the range physical one does off the top of your head, do you, Sly? You shouldn't, because most people don't. No. If you had to no, guess, if you had to, let me let me give you some. Ex- actually, let me give you examples of the good ones, then you can guess what the range physical one does. Duelist makes home mm-hmm. sacrifice. The dot basically doesn't exist. The dot damage. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't and it, exist, and it, and it extends the length yes. fifteen to thirty. Yeah. Yes. The mm-hmm. it doubles the duration of it. Amazing. Divinity gives yeah. a rise a chance to succeed. Not the greatest, but it it avoids needing to rely on sacrifices. So you know we always have a ton of those, and healers are going to have divinities anyway. Um, you have the caster one, elder. My favorite one makes cure four give a party wide one minute ten percent damage buff. It's five percent stronger than the normal yeah. bravery at, at the cost of only lasting one tenth of the time. Definitely worth it, especially with the backup healing that it provides. Just a whole extra utility on top of that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's all the other ones, other than the one I, the ones I've named. Yeah. So with that in mind, what do you think the range physical one does, Sly? The range physical is what, Fiend Hunter? Yes, Fiend Hunter. Um If I had to guess, it'd probably be like a So you're saying this is the bad one. This is this is the by and far the most I don't know. What? Yeah, I think it's just weird. Not I necessarily think, I think it's bad. It's just strange. It's almost, I almost yeah. think it's bugged. <laughs> um, if I had to guess, it'd probably be. It'd probably be like a what a uh, an MP region. You're on the money, but you're only halfway there. Okay, there's another half to this. There's another uh, half. That gets two whole things, Sly. I know. Well, I'm trying to think what the other thing is. Like, if you're saying it's, like, not good? It's not just not good. It's downright frustrating. It's a debuff, isn't it? It sure is. But a slow? Yep. Stupid! What the fuck? Stacking. Stacking. Slow. Are you fucking serious? That's fucking stupid. Holy. So. I I think in hindsight that I know what it's for, but I have no idea why. For me, I I think I think the refresh is to let people use font of magic. I think I that's what it's for. Listen, I get it. Ranged physical is the thing the team reads most as a support role in this game. This was not the play. <laughs> Put 
bottom line. And oh, and don't forget that it's tied that 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 MP regen slide. That's on a cure two. So uh you gotta bring you gotta slot cure two into your bar if you're trying to give them that MP regen to that uh, singular person that you are casting cure fucking two on in the middle of Delubrum uh, Savage. And slowing yourself in the and process. Slowing nice. yourself. Hey, you know what though? The other slot's Dervish, that gives him one haste. That's great. You know, that one haste that you get from Dervish is, uh, you know, that'll make up for it. And you said it's a stacking slow that... Oh, yeah. 16 stacks, I think it goes up to. Can we assume it? No. No, you can't assume it. No. Nope. That's your... Not like, even if you could, would you really want to sit there assuming that person or bringing a med kit for it? The thing is, like, even if the slow didn't exist... Would you really use that? I don't think you would. Spiel would ask for it at mm-hmm. some point if it didn't have so it, <laughs> Actually, it, it doesn't work, work in, uh, Black Mage, yeah. doesn't work in Fire. Now, yeah, I'm pretty sure its existence is intended so that summoners, Red Mages, yeah. White Mages, all healers can use Font of Magic. I think that's its purpose. Also, so that there's some weird tech where you have a Dark Knight tanking, and they can just button and button and button and button. But that's it. I can't think of anything else where it has any value whatsoever. Yeah. And you just spend, and if you need the MP for font, you just spend ethers. So, yeah. Or, yep. It's, or, uh, ether kits, rather. Yep. So, as much as everyone else is doing cool shit range, you 100% need Fiend Hunter, just worry about Dervish. Dervish, Dervish is your, is your champion button. And it's, that's an amazing button, to be fair. But don't worry about the special mm-hmm. effect on Fiend Hunter. Yeah. Cause, I just, I can't talk about it. It upsets me. I'm glad I don't play range physical in this one content in particular. I, it's just, I, I, it's I, just I, stupid. it's rare that I look at something and go, yeah, I'd rather play white mage. That doesn't, that doesn't normally happen when I think about what I, what I play in, in eight man content. No, here, glad I have a rise and reflect. First boss, solid intro. Just less AoE markers, few extra mechanics. They did definitely, they made sure the pace mm-hmm. is up there, they took away a bunch of AoE markers, cast times, and they, uh, it's, it's, Rav- it's Ravana Savage, or Ravana Extreme 2, or whatever you want to call it. It's like extra Ravana. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, or un- <laughs> Not really with the way Unreal works, but yeah, I see where you're going. That's about it. Oh yeah, and I'm saying, I'm not saying don't use Fiend Hunter chat, I'm saying don't use Cure 2. <laughs> with Fiend Hunter, that's all I'm saying. Uh, after that, you get Dahu, we don't need to talk about. He's, oh, he's got, like, one extra thing. He summons adds, and he, uh, you can kill the tigers. You have to kill the tigers, like, limit cut style, almost, with the little markers over your head. In, in regards, in regards to, uh, mini bosses, uh, have you said they were kind of underwhelming? Like, the majority of them? I think what Sphia said, where they feel like the least savage of the batch, I, I think specifically mm-hmm. Dahu, is the only one that really, like, Phantom is, is a matter of HP scaling. His, the HP is not in his favor because of Vanish. Um, but Dahu is like, if you get killed on Dahu, like, people are gonna see it. And don't let it happen. And the healers are gonna get angry because you can't LB3 in that one. Yeah. So you can't, like, in the other fights, you lose a handful of people, you just heal LB them back up at the end, don't have to waste the rises. Yep. But in Dahu, and Phantom, and the Minotaur, you cannot LB3, and therefore it's just a rise span if you die, and it's embarrassing, and it sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So don't do it. They're just they're just the least. Ex- I think they're still well designed. I'm glad. I, I was ready for it to be more like Baldessian, where it's hallways and it's like roaming mobs back and forth. I really, again, using BA as the expectation. I really thought it was going to be that. They decided to go with it being more structured. And I don't know if that was a good or a bad decision necessarily, Sly. Um, it was just the decision. they. It was the one most familiar to us. It ended up feeling like you got eight bosses and a few of them were easier. Or seven bosses and some trash and the, the, a few of them were easier. That, that's, that's ended up how, that ended up being how it felt as opposed to a sprawling dungeon with like, you know, maybe you go down a hallway and two demon walls pop out of the sides and like lock you in there and you have to kill them. Like, they could have done stuff like that. And I think that's a missed opportunity. I think that might be an, another thing that they maybe want to consider going back on and, and looking more at uh, the, the more sprawling dungeon-esque feel. Although, you know what? People can't avoid fucking traps for their lives, so maybe I don't want them to feel like sprawling dungeons anymore. Because that's still <laughs> a thing. After the first boss, there's traps. And that's the big thing. I'm talking about the mini-bosses. I was trying to get Dahu out of the way, because more interestingly, playing to the strength of the Bosian front is a 1v1 that doesn't have to be done, apparently. You don't have to win this 1v1 technically. But winning it is certainly a boon to the party. We were not sure if it was necessary or not. I know last night RN did a run where the 1v1-er didn't make it. And thus uh, they had to... The, the rest of the run just went normal. So it wasn't required at any point. Is, is what we definitely confirmed there. We don't need to talk about who it was. It wasn't me, because I wasn't there. But I know who it was. We don't need to say who it was. That's not fair. I know exactly who it was. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave Cleese alone. We've already bullied in the show. Come on. Oh, wait, wait. I just said who it was. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucked up. That's fucked up, man. He's, he's just supposed to not get re-raises. He's not supposed to... All right, never mind. But this is... I love this. This is this plays to one of my favorite things about the Save the Queen content is the introduction of the 1v1 critical engagements. And this is one that is starkly different than all of the ones. All the ones back outside is like, maybe you need to spell our med kit, and that's cool. This was an entirely different style of encounter that I felt was uh, optimized on and is a ton of fun to watch. And honestly, it still looks fun to do. No one's going to let me do it as a fucking white mage. But, you know, that's... Uh, please let me do it. Just I'll bring I'll bring Seraph Strike, Font of Magic. I'll bring pure... You could... <laughs> if you keep a profane on you, you can probably do it. And just I'll have br- your Coriolis solo mm, heal. I don't think I'm be... ballsy enough to bring profane into Savage. Oh, I'll have double the health, well, though. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's doable. Yeah, well, I want to do it. <laughs> deep, deep essence of the profane only. Yeah, deep essence of the profane. Go big. Seraph strike. I don't. Well, there's no fucking other place to use them now. What am I going to save them for? Zadnor? I don't fucking care. Um. Yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. Trust me. It'll. It'll totally not be worth doing. Letting somebody else do it. But I still want to do it. All right. That's. That's it. And man, this was cool. I love this. I love that it's so Sly, have you ever played or watched someone play Fall Guys? Yes. If, if there's a Fall Guys mini game in in this effectively where he he throws you across the room and he puts a maze of traps on the ground. I've seen it. 
Yeah, and you have to have you have to bring perception for it. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that was neat. I thought that was pretty neat to. for a fucking. <laughs> okay, you don't have to technically. No, you can press Home King and get close across all of them. Yep. <laughs> True. I didn't even think about that. Holy shit! You still need perception oh, for man. a different mechanic, though. So it's it's. It's funny, but yeah. realistically, you will need that perception for another mechanic that comes a little bit later. But uh, yeah, no, that's. Yeah. I thought this was great. Yeah, well, yeah. I was about to ask, what did you, what did we think about them including one v ones in in the loop room? I think like, I know what Sphere is going to say. I, I kind of, I kind of felt like the one v ones in um, Baja were. In preparation just for this. I feel like they included in Baja Day already knew they already had it set that we were doing this in the loot room. So how, how do we feel about the 1v1s? I think 1v1s in, in Baja are great outside of the conditions mm. to get in. So now that the conditions to get in are fixed and you can choose, it's cool. I would, I would probably like it more if there was another one as well. If there was one going on at the mm. same time as like the, the Phantom. That would have been cool as well. Yeah, agreed. It's strange that there's only one. I, I was hoping there would be a second one, but yeah, sadly not. Right. After seeing the first one, I was like, maybe there'll be another one later. But oh. Well, because we knew there was another room that we we hadn't accessed, so we didn't really know it was in that room. Uh, and there's there looked like there was more space for it in other spots as well. Like spots maybe they had considered it and they just redesigned it, like rewrote it or something like that. Um, yeah, this... Uh, I, I think... <sighs> The only gripe I have, actually, I thought Sphio was going to say that, based on a comment he made earlier, that he was kind of upset that it isn't mandatory. <laughs> you could technically skip it. You can, you can not do uh, it at all. I don't think that's too bad. I think the reward is really good, especially if you put it on the right person. So it, it can make a really significant difference to your run. But the fact that it's not mandatory means that the entire run isn't entirely dependent on one person. Yeah. It's not like the support group where in BA, if the support group, if it failed in any way, you were done, essentially. You could imagine if your support group was literally one, one person. person. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what we thought it was. We really thought. Cause that one person, if they lose, they, they, they don't, you're not just going to miss the buff. They have no way of getting back to the, they're done. They're done for the whole instance. Yeah. Their run is over. Yeah. 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 So you are down a man. It's, it's, so it's, it's a bit of, it's a bit of a gamble, especially when you're first learning it. Like if you've never done it before and you need to learn it, I mean, it's actually easier than all of the 1v1s outside. Yeah, I think so, too. Even Gabriel? Okay. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, well, I mean, extreme doing... caution is a fucking scary mechanic sometimes, man. Just, let's, yeah. The the only problem with the the duel inside of Delubrum is the plus entrapment, where you can just get really unlucky with them all being the ones that you need in different corners, like right in the corners and revealing them is just a pain in the ass due to the range of your uh, revealer. But there's nothing that's technically difficult to do. The amount of preparation you need for it. If you've done your homework, you one shot it essentially. Yeah. And like you can mm-hmm. go into lion, for example, have done your homework and still not have the movement down quite clean enough and you'll die. Um, that's not a problem here. No. Um, the only other thing that'll get you is forgetting there's a trap after you kill the, <laughs> the Minotaur. <laughs> there's another <laughs> trap. You grab the buff, you run down the stairs. All right, that's my path back to my team. And 
It's also a trap right before. Yes. The, as the soon as you land on the platform, there's also a trap. If you move an inch, it's it, you get literally a pixel off of it, its spawn location. So no matter what, you're probably going to touch it immediately upon landing on the platform. You know, in hindsight, we got pretty lucky with re-raisers on that trap quite a bit in our progress. Yes. We, I don't think we ever lost Sano to to that or Sphia. Well, by the time Sphia well, was I, doing I it, think, I don't think we lost. To the trap. I don't think anybody's run ended on that trap. Uh, once I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Even though we have, we had at least four deaths to it. Right. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. Again, this whole one v one thing. Obviously, we when we had our episode on the the front, Svia and I discussed um, the, how we felt about the entry conditions for the normal one v one. I really hope they nail that down. They seem aware of it. They they acknowledge that there's an issue getting into the one v one a while back, and they said they would make adjustments to it eventually. Um, we just didn't see that in the hotfix from last night, which actually genuinely surprised me. That they also acknowledged that cash room rewards was a problem, and it took them eighteen weeks to fix. Listen, they really only acknowledged it two weeks out. ago. Two weeks ago, they went. They were like, "No, like really, we get it now. Like we're sorry. Like it's wait, it's but they about. but they did buff the duels. It's easier to get into them now. You just just do them all over with the cash room. <laughs> yeah, people actually go Easy. into cash room now. Oh man, Sly, did you did you do cash room? Have you done cash room today yet? No, it's crazy, man. You know what the biggest problem uh, with I cash figure. room is now? I figure too many people. What? You can't get in if there's too many people. You have to hope you get I, in. I, I, I got screenshots of sixty nine people registered oh, for cash room. That's all I need out of, out of the seventy two nice. cap, and I'm just like, nice. wow, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah dude, Very I need nice. to. Five loathsomes for the relic, so it's three cashrooms yeah. and you're done. You get 81k metal at rank 15, so it's obviously it scales down. You get 7 million mm-hmm. EXP at level 79, which is about three critical engagements worth, which makes sense because there's actually just technically only three bosses in there. You get 100 mm-hmm. coins from a full prisoner run, as opposed to the 26 from before. Plus, you can still get the outright augment drops, the, the field notes, any of that stuff. So To put yeah. that into actual numbers, the number of runs you need now has, for a full set of uh, the augmented Bojang gear, has gone down from 135 to 35. Yeah. So, that should help. Yeah. That should help. I still wish it kind of dropped, like, 30 clusters also, something like that. But clusters are so easy to get, and I, yeah. I remember you saying that, and I'm like, clusters are so easy to get, though. They so are, I, like, but it's... I, it's not about how hard they are or easy they are to get. It's about making cluster farmers look at that and go and just give them that one extra reason to stop farming clusters. I don't think they always need it. But I'm just thinking <laughs> of reasons to stop well, farming clusters. I mean, I, just, would, I, I would skip cash room for cluster farming before they made these changes. And even now, I would probably still, if I was in there for clusters, I would completely abandon the idea of doing cash room. So. It's just so, clusters are rough because you can't multitask anything. Like right. you just do clusters, and the you're idea not, of you're being not getting XP, yeah, you're not getting XP, you're not getting metal, you're not. There's no, you know, you'll get a few memories, but not really, and yeah. that's just clusters. Yeah, so if they My... have multiple reasons, they get like, oh, I can get clusters, and I can get the coins I need, and I can get like swap to a job I need to like. It just compounds the whole thing. Yeah, my one major complaint about Kestrum's rewards now is that Sagacity is still only three per run. Uh, and as you do more and more delubrum, for a lot of people, they're going to be a limiting factor. Yeah. Hopefully, because they're the fonts. Hopefully the, the market 
goes down a bit because a lot, there's a lot of people who run Castrum that don't they don't want to use those. They'd rather sell those, and hopefully the the price drops a little bit. For those or they're the people who just never use anything anyway. So what the hell do they care? They're not I thinking mean, they're, about whether or not they sell it. They're just like, ah, oh, you know, action. These these are pointless. I mean, as pre, pre this this hot fix, if you sold all the fragments, at least on Gilgamesh, from a full caster run, you made well over two hundred thousand kill, and it was just that's crazy, man. So uh, I'm just hoping that that's not now that there's this many people active. Pressure down. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, we get the second boss of Deliverum Savage, and. Uh, some people call it a council. It's not. It's just two pairs of two bosses with like a DPS check at the end. Council for me would be if all four of them were active at the same time. That that's that's a council fight to me. Um, but it's still a pretty big. I think this is actually the weakest boss in the whole instance. Once you've progged it once or twice, I think even the first boss is mm-hmm. a little more impressive. But it's it's got a lot of visual flair at the very least. It's very. I'd say this is probably the, this and and the one v one are the best examples of how much more demanding Deliberum is on actions in particular. At least than BA. This boss is what A6S is to A8S. Yeah. Because it's it's literally there as a teacher for Queen. Yep. 100%. Yep. And it's not, that doesn't make it bad. I mean, A6 was, stood pretty well on its own. And I think this does, this is fine on its own, but it just, it definitely feels to me like the weakest overall encounter. It is, it is for me more an action check in Deliberum than anything else. I, I like it a lot because I'm the dude who presses Flare Star on two targets consistently. So. <laughs> well, at four targets on first, at first, and then on two targets consistently for the rest of it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I don't get to do that. You know what happens to me? I have nightmares of those fuckers, because in normal mode, I do a fully buffed Aflatus on all four at the start, and they turn and kill me because the tanks don't have aggro. So I have very different feelings about those fuckers from the beginning. So, Can we take a moment to appreciate, I mean, at least from my perspective, I like that it's not just stack and spread anymore. And in this fight in particular, the gauntlet of just unique mechanics that they haven't really played with before was very refreshing. Like the bombs mm-hmm. and the way you handle that mechanic is really cool. Um, there's there's different aspects to it, different things to look at, and you have to move differently depending on if you're above the bomb or below the bomb when you get raised in the air. It's very cool. And yeah, I still see people messing it up even after 30, 40 times having done the fight because it's dynamic. The, what, what you have to do is different. Pull, pull. And that's just one mechanic. And then there's all these other ones too. I, just, I love the the variety in that fight. Yeah, this and the um, new technology. They, oh, sorry. Yes, you were about to make the same point. So go. New technology. Uh, this is probably directly in counter to their culling issues that they had in, in previous forty-eight mans or, or larger. Um, they now show mechanics happening on you and only you specifically if they're player targeted. So instead of Twenty-four tethers going out and completely ruining your screen. You only now see the one that's on you coming from the boss, and it's a pretty smart implementation of it, which just solves culling issues almost entirely by itself. They, they did that first with the uh, Castrum first boss, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. With the the magnetic the ferrofluid tethers up top are client. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I didn't it, it actually blew, it blew my mind at first because I was like, why am I the only one getting targeted for this? It took me a while <laughs> yeah, to figure same. it out. Fucking same. I'm like, wait, why? Like, it, it, is this all me? Am I fucking 
stuff up for people? No. Is this okay. baited? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and um, I think this is important because anytime there's a major breakthrough in terms of the way they can handle a mechanic, or whether it be a one that the player accesses, such as introducing the Bunshin stacks. Now we see it with PB. May see it with things like inner release or hypercharge or things like that in the future. They set it up and now they can use it whenever necessary. It's pretty much the same here. If, when you don't have to even consider the visual clutter because you're only giving the player the information they need, you're able to force uh, more individual responsibility out of people, and that I think is is healthier for design. You can do more creative things with it without having to worry about wormhole esque information clutter on the screen. I suppose. Like, imagine so if in Wormhole you only saw your number instead of everyone's number over their fucking heads when you're standing in the center there to try and bait something. Yeah, it's just a little... I think it could just be a little confusing while you're still in that transition before like before someone tells you that it's yeah. it's not just targeting you um, and that all they're being targeted to. It's really confusing until you realize that. And that was the same with the bombs. I, I, I was confused at first. But I was the only one being tethered. And like, oh, tethers on me! Yeah, and right. you see a few people die, and you're like, "Wait, but I didn't see a tether." Oh, okay, I was picking it up. And uh, yeah, I mean, other than the bomb, I mean, it was a lot of stuff that we we either only see a few times, or they just make you do it slightly different. For example, you know, a fourth of the of the boss's hitbox being safe, and then it either being in or out. I guess not anything groundbreaking, but man, do you realize how many people don't pay attention to those things when... It's not just not paying attention. In our group, we had so many seasoned raiders who've done... You've done don't use the word. Ch- Come on. Don't. After after all the... Season. Season raiders? That's an inside joke. There's an inside joke here. No. You don't need expanded upon. No. You know what I mean? So, so it, we've done Dynamo and Chariot hundreds of times um, in, in different fights, different iterations. This one was a very unique implementation that people that I've seen successfully do Dynamo Chariot mechanics, donut and, and out mechanics, were still struggling with this implementation. It was hard for them. And it, I still see people getting hit by it. And so I think it's a, it's a, it's a well done, even though that's like a recycled mechanic, you know, in and outs mechanics, uh, they, they did that one pretty well. It required spatial awareness. You needed to know where the boss was and what his hitbox looked like to properly handle the mechanic. Also, positioning him, correct. Like, we, we, we will realize pretty quick that just leaving them where they spawned was inefficient, and moving them yeah. just slightly over was, uh, was a vast improvement over everything. Uh, yeah, I, uh, another thing is um, we, uh, we've been calling one of those mechanics wrong pretty much the whole time. Uh, we called it mm-hmm. lightning and wind. It's gravity and wind. <laughs> Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody questioned it because it, it's it's like how we call tiles and sand. We call them white and blue. It's like, what? <laughs> In the first boss. That makes, that makes sense, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's an off-white. It's beige, maybe, but... It's I'm colorblind, and let me tell you, it ain't white. <laughs> no, it works. Not the call-out works. Yeah. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, what else, what else in this? Fu- oh yeah. And again, this is just a huge, this is the, you know what? I don't like it because I'm a healer and you know who gets dumped every action that is mandatory for all the encounters, the fucking healers. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. It's all by design. I still feel like that's an NA thing. 
I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I don't think I did that on JP. But well, we've, we're like, let the DPS bring all the super OP shit to kill the bosses fast. This, that is a very NA way of thinking, is let all the DPS bring all the... Yeah, that seems a good point there. That's, well, yeah, the first thing I saw that made me want to do that is that the healer pure essence was only 35% damage up. Yep. Yeah, no, it makes it does make sense. And I, I do think we should do it that way. I just... Yeah. The, the, the clutter in our uh, holster... And I said, I said this in Prague... Every other extra action you have me take is one less arise. Yep. So, bear that in mind. Yeah. I Honestly, that's the only reason why popping pure essences before going to the first boss as opposed to popping them after. I was like, I have to. I have to. There's no way I'm going into this with the extra weight of a re-raiser and, and this when I can have them popped before we even leave the first platform. Um, you need... So, so this boss... I think this exemplifies something they didn't get all the way right with B.A., you need Spellforge and Steel Sting for the first part of the fight, because they can become resistant to physical or magical. I'm a fan of that in the rest of Castrum slash the zones. It's like they're weaker to one or the other, so you like, you know, maybe you want to bring one or the other, but it was never make or break. This is basically immune. Like, yeah, you do like 200 damage instead of 20, 30, 40, 50,000, so yeah, it's... It's a 99% damage reduction. It sometimes even feels like it's more than 90. Like, it, like they put on some decimals at the end and said, yeah, we can still, we can make it worse. So you need Steel Sting Spellforge for that first part. You need Dispels for the first and theoretically the second part. We kind of overuse Dispels in the second part because we tank and Vuln and Dispel, which is not necessary, but it's backup in case someone doesn't Vuln. And then you need... Six, we, we bring six reflex to make it like super brain dead for the last part. But it's all these actions that all need to be in place. Plus, not to mention, oh, before the fight starts, protect, shell. Luckily, we have Elder Cure 4, so that cut out some of the bullshit in bringing braveries other than for the duelist. Thank God for that. Oh, that's the greatest realization that we made. That's <laughs> the Elder <laughs> Cure 4 thing. Especially because it was stronger. Think, stronger. For our mages and summoners would disagree. It actually saves like five minutes per pull. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It's a time saver. It's a it's a holster saver for everyone except for... Listen, as a healer, I don't give a fuck if they're upset that they have to bring Cure 4. Do you want the 10% damage or not? All right? That's that's it. Think well, of the, as think a of the healer, RGPS. As a healer, you're also glad they're not bringing Noble set or Honored Sack and... But noble ends Man. and killing themselves to regular. <laughs> yeah, you ever had so many noble ends when the room wides are going out? I have. <laughs> I sure have. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the second one, it's it's overall well constructed. I don't know. I'm just the least impressed by this boss. Other than it exemplifying that BA really wanted you to bring specific actions, but other than perception and like a couple dispels, it never really works. That well, like you can bring death for some ads and stuff, but like it's, uh, yeah, it reflects, it's a few cheesy things, but you, you could, you can do all BA without, you know, with just perception dispel and you'll, you'll make it through fine. This, this, uh, this boss also reminded us that integrate, that players aren't very good at integrated scanner. Sure. The, uh, the, the safe side. We can't, we can't do it. Which also only displays sure, for you hard. individually. Yeah, that's which, true. Which I appreciate because I, I think of Return to Ivalice, Mustadio, you see everyone, so you can spot the people mm-hmm. fucking up while you're waiting. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, another big thing is those turrets overlap. 
the AOEs. So people would sometimes stand between two of them and just do it correct on one side, and but then get slapped on the other side. So that's uh, that's another thing, a bit of spatial awareness required on those automatic turrets. But then you're done with the second boss, and you're on to our resident punching bag of the boss in Phantom. Who doesn't deserve it? Because if he he actually has some crazy shit that happens in that fight, we just don't bother with any of it. We're just not. We just don't do it. That's, that's it. I have I've seen the ads skipped in that. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say we're, we're gonna we're gonna quickly approach hmm. the uh, skip ads or riot phase of that boss. God. Oh, oh, more memes. God damn it. Yeah. Did it such, such a big <laughs> skip, man? It's literally like a full minute off of the timer. If you can skip it, so it's uh, it's pretty significant. But essentially, you banish him. He has two very heavily scripted versions of his AOEs, ones that have almost no variation other than like maybe northeast or northwest for the very first one, and then adds which benediction and some or just even basic heals make it go real quick. It's a whole extra phase that isn't in normal mode, which I do appreciate. Uh, do appreciate here, and if you fail it, it's not. And enrage, but it'll kill everyone and only re-razors will get back up. So unfortunately, it doesn't mean it's over. And then, but all the parts after that are great. You've got you know the random phantoms, north or south, combined with one of the two patterns that you can get from the north side. He has ice spikes that need to be dispelled. He has a tank buster that he uses. He still has room winding. And you just don't do any of that. You don't ever want to see any of those things, because if you do, it's not going to go well. So I'm warning you now, Sly, if you see ice spikes, stop hitting the boss. Because <laughs> we had some people who went, what's that? I will never understand when people don't know what ice spikes is. That's, that's a weird prospect. <laughs> what does that do? Isn't that on... <laughs> Blue Mage. The, not just Blue Mage, it's on a, what, the level 34 dungeon? <laughs> yeah. Hawk Manor. Hawk Manor has ice spikes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, one of the, I think one of the bosses in Castrum even uses ice spikes. The, one of the prison bosses. Yeah, one of the prison ads, yeah. And it it, mm. it reflects on you. <laughs> See, yeah, there are also days. level 9 mobs in the Shroud, and a bunch of Eureka mobs also had spikes that could be dispelled. Um, I think, not, not Skull... There's another one that has it that's not Skull. I don't remember, I don't remember which one it is. But, uh, yeah, there's, they're all over the place and people just, these hurt! You don't want that. So if you can stop attacking for the barriers, you can stop attacking for ice spikes. And people sometimes can't stop attacking for the barriers. That's always unfortunate. The number of assizes <laughs> or caster LB3s I've looked at and been like, you are dead. It's brave. It's always brave. Third boss, though, again, this is our this is our living liquid for most groups when they're progressing. We have Katie uh, Perry. Katie, yep, Katy Perry, and uh, this is probably the thing where we, we maybe for, haven't been mentioning that all these bosses, the major bosses, not the mini boss in between, other than the one v one, which does have one, all have I'd say reasonably tight enrages for progression. At the very least, for like when you're seeing it the first time, you're gonna feel real demoralized when it's got like sixty percent of its HP left, even with all the deaths that you have. This one in particular was a big step up. Yeah, Queen's Guard and uh, Ravana were significantly easier, but this one you get and you're like, oh, okay, we actually got to push buttons now. <laughs> Personal responsibility <laughs> As if you mechanic. Pushing buttons before. Compared Personal to responsibility. This, uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I was under hard. the assumption that many people were not actually pushing buttons given how much <laughs> HP that boss had. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you on that one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, they're all about nine and a half. I think the first boss actually is the longest in rage of ten minutes, two seconds. I think all the rest of them are around nine and a half minutes, if not like somewhere in between nine and a half to ten. First boss also has the most health. Of, I think 475 million. I think all the rest of the bosses have downtime phases, so their HP bars are a little bit lower. Than uh, than the rest of them, and this this really comes comes to a head here because this is a lot like the normal mode. I'd say the, of all the encounters, the normal mode for the first and the third boss are probably the most influential towards your success. Whereas the last boss, having knowledge of the second boss, is your best chance for success. Um, it, it's a lot of just getting rid of AOE markers and asking people to do the one thing that has never worked in this game, and that of fucking math. Again. <laughs> it is the most basic of math, though. It's literally, it gives you a 1 or a 2, or a negative 1 or a negative 2, and tells you to make zeros. That's it. <laughs> but they're That's still it. asking you to do it. Here, okay. We're simplifying it a little bit, but that is correct. That is all it is. <laughs> you can do it on one hand. Single digit. You don't even need I both don't of them. negative two fingers. It's what are you talking wrong. about? This is zero, if that's wrong. what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, if there's one thing that math class taught me, it's that people aren't good at handling crossing over zero with addition or subtraction. It trips people up. Yeah. When you, when you, when you have plus one fire and you subtract two, people get, I mean, I've, I've seen it happen tons of times, just in math class. They'll screw it up somehow. Yeah. Something about crossing the zero. It's it's more about variables because it's get to zero, but there is there's at first there's only an X and then they add a Y and people lose their fucking minds. Well, so so it's like so it's like this. This is the mental process. It's like I got one fire. I got my I got a two cold brand. So I I I'm not one fire. I'm gonna be at minus one. I'm gonna be at one ice. Now I need one fire. You see, I'm slipping. I go back and forth between fire and then ice, and then I need fire. It just confuses you, and then you go to like one ice, and you're like, wait. No, it was supposed to be on fire, and you explode. That whole yes. sentence just made about 200 people not want to do that fight, ever. Everything yeah. you just said made at least just 200 people not want to do that fight. Two very simple, like, head cheats for you to do. I think one is, like, don't think like of them. This. You ever see when people don't, do don't. Yeah, when people when people do <laughs> yeah. that and they and, and they do, I can't do it like smooth, but I think of it like that, and then you just need to get it like that. There you go. Don't think of so them as hot and cold. Think of them as numbers. Yeah. That so you're, I do. you're plus one, you're getting minus two, you need plus one. Uh, it's That's like it. pop quiz. Right. Pop quiz. You got two fire, need to be at two ice. How do you get there? I need to be at two ice. Two ice. Am I dropping? Like, am I dropping? Yeah, you're going from or, two fire to two ice. How do you get there? This is specifically on swords. Doesn't matter the mechanic. How do you how do you get there? How do you get there? What is what is the ultimate result of how you get from two fire to two ice? It's yeah, too late, you're already dead. But how do you <laughs> how do you get there? <laughs> what do you need? What number of what temperature do you need to go from two fire to two ice? You need you need Two ice to drop to zero, and then two ice to get to two ice. Yeah, you need four yeah. ice. Yeah, 
However long it took you to figure that out is why people die to it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm like wondering like is there is there a trick to this that nope. I'm missing? It's just yeah, nope. just that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, the the, the face like, can I'm start. Re- I've never I've never really died to the math on that normal. It's just pretty fucking simple. It's just when you throw in like the the debuff, the extra debuff that you get at the in like in, in Savage, and then of course the fucking Jacob's ladder because fuck that shit. Like <laughs> at least in normal, it shows you the line. Just turn, in Savage, Sly, just turn. Just just you gotta do this and <laughs> cursor strat or finger mm. strat. And and then and then of course you you um you um you you do a force march right correct and. In that one, there's um uh in the second so in the first one you need a quick march to pick the correct side to stand on so like you'll need to march either mm-hmm. to D or B. The second time you have the march as the ladder game is playing. Mm. Yeah, so so you define where you need to be and then get to two tiles away from it and then make sure you're yeah, facing like, the correct side. Yeah, like I know the math. It's just I'm gonna probably end up in the wrong fucking square. For for the Jacob's ladder in the wall is where a lot of people end up <laughs> when when it <laughs> kicks off and you see somebody. It's it's, it's actually really funny because the mechanic starts. You're seeing yourself go towards the correct spot, and you see someone who is going perpendicular to you, and <laughs> you know that something very wrong has happened in that exact moment. Um, a lot of people think of it too many of the individual elements, and it gets kind of overwhelming, is what I notice because people go, okay. What is my math? Okay, I'm at one ice. I need to be at one fire. I need to get hit by the two ice one. Okay, I have quick march. Now I need to be marching to the right. Um, that's going to be two tiles. I got to move to the right, so I got to make sure I'm facing the correct way. Oh, and now I got to play the ladder game. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I got to end up there. Oh, did I actually do that right? I don't know. Oh shit, my march is three seconds left. Let me make sure. I'll oh, fuck him in the wall. All right, I'm done. <laughs> that's it. All right, I'm all set up. I'm turned the right direction. And Dia, oh no, I faced the boss. I'm, I'm, I'm in the wall. I stopped casting spells there for that exact reason. <laughs> I'm auto face target. I have auto face target on, and I do not want to die. <laughs> and, and don't pop sprint. We've had people pop sprint, and it makes you run farther. Oh and... fuck yeah! Yep, don't yeah. sprint. I sometimes I would sprint. I'm just standing in the middle of the room, and I sprint, and I'm just like, why did I do that? There was one time I had sprint up force march, and I clicked it off just in time. That's the real. Man. I forget. I forget from. I forget from watching you, but I I, I want to say that there's like I wouldn't say enough fucking time, but like once your march is over, you have like maybe some time to kind of like adjust, like quick adjust. You have about a, a, like a quarter second. It's really yeah, what quick. I, thought. I okay. think I think on the yeah. very first one, you have maybe an extra like a full second to like if you didn't go all the way two tiles to get out of the death wall, the fire death wall. But on the second one, yeah, you have like maybe you'd have to be stopping on the line between two of them to possibly adjust. I, mm-hmm. I managed to between the lines and save myself once. Yeah, and if you were, so and I imagine it wasn't an, an across the arena because if it was, you would have the travel time probably would have killed you. I'd assume it was like yeah, a square or two over. Still. Yeah. 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 This this boss I, I love I love this boss because I like when people need to be responsible for themselves. It frustrates me at the same time because I cannot make things better for people. But daycare, man. And quite frankly, we've been really hung up on the maze sly. I think you'll find the maze to not be the worst part. Because I think the swords is ends up being the worst part. And it's not conceptually harder. 
Mm-hmm. In normal mode, she sits in the middle of the room, and the most confusing thing is maybe that she sw- that fire is on like the left side, and she's swinging to the right. So like maybe your brain thinks like the fire like that's the closest you get to confusion there. Here she's f- swinging four different places. One spot is completely neutral, and then there's four basically like a cross of of spots that only get hit by one. And trying to communicate that doesn't always seem to stick. <laughs> Because the rules are very simple, and I, Keo, I think you you can attest to this quite well in regards to watching people just stand really in questionable spots. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the number of times I've heard you in particular be like, "Please, next to the safe spot." People will be like, I'm next to it. I'm diagonal one. And you're like, no, no. I mean, no. what I usually say is the name and you're dead. <laughs> before they, Preferably before they die. Because it usually leaves more of an impression. You Don't want, do that. You want every other person to know whose name of the person who is, who is dead. You're like, happy, you're dead if you don't move. <laughs> okay, now you're actually dead. That's it. Kill name by name calling people out. For Unless it's like a whole bunch of people and then it's just like everybody who's standing on blank, you're dead. I'm more impressed that you have nameplates on in this shit. <laughs> in, oh, I in mean, all honesty. A lot of times it, it helps to find the Mark Tanks or, I mean, I don't know. I think it's pretty helpful. I like to heal a lot outside of party. Probably do more than most people do. So, um, nameplates are important. I use their health bars. If I see someone's health bar that looks sad. That's that's how I know to save them. I, nope. Sometimes it's Only better tanks. for me to not know their names. <laughs> I, I will not be healing people unless they're tanks outside of parties. So I need to see the names. Okay. That makes sense. I sometimes really want... Sometimes I try to rescue people outside the party because my brain isn't functioning correctly. And I'm like, I could save you right now. I'm targeting you. I could just press one button and it would doubt it. That would be it. But I can't. Now you're fucking dead. That's all there is to it. The swords, for me, is the most frustrating thing to watch people screw up on, though. I, it, uh, it's one of those things where um, it's interesting to watch the lemming effect when, like, a couple people have gotten it wrong, and then, like, three more people come join them because they think that those guys got it right, and then they just all five die. It's uh, it's trippy to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just do the mechanic. Because we're... I, I think that's less common because I think it's more common to see one dude out by himself where it's just like, you really think there's just you there? <laughs> there's a bunch of people doing this mechanic. There's 48 of us. You're not solo in a tile. You're probably dead. That one was more common. Yeah, someone says it's like it's another Fall Guys mechanic. Yeah, it's like if you're playing the fruit game in Fall Guys and everyone's standing on the strawberry and you're standing on the fucking orange, all right? If everyone's in, you are not the one person about to qualify. You are the one person who is about to be disqualified. All right, accept <laughs> it and hope to God you can actually get there before it fucks up all the way. <sighs> um, that boss is going to be a time. Yeah, but to be fair, just as egregious as the swords there is the dive bombs during the um, the big old orbs. Yeah, that's, you, yeah, that, but I don't I don't feel like that's egregious. If there was a march there, I would think it was egregious. But I mean, it's like you get into their corner and then like everybody will be in one square and there's one dude off in a different oh, yeah. <laughs> in the corner and he just gets mauled and you're just like, what did you think? <laughs> it's like, I am here. Why are you guys over there? That square must be real popular. 
And dead. This must be a party finder thing. Nope. You're dead. That's all there is to it. Now, you finish the third boss after several tries. Because nobody nobody beats that in one pull. That is not a Dahu or a Phantom. This is this is serious. None of these bosses are, are one and dunners, because that would be absolutely ridiculous. You then come to the very BA-esque trick in quotes of the instance, I suppose. Can I quickly say that I called this before the boss, before we even yep. beat the hot cold boss, and everyone made fun of me. I for didn't being make right. fun of you. I just made a joke about it being a rat hole. Yeah, everyone was saying, oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a rat hole you got to go through. Good joke. And I was right. Why did both of yeah, my jokes to have many. to stick? The, the season thing and the rat thing just stuck. The whole, and I was like, I hate that this that these things have stuck. I hate it. So, before the third boss room, there's traps on the ground. Two of them we noticed were different. All of the traps up to that point were poison or explosions, unless you did the 1v1. Now suddenly there's too many traps. Why? So Sphia, as he stated, said, probably need them to get past the next part. And he was correct. Because... The queen, you can spawn her, but you can't pull her. I guess you can. I don't. I, don't, I haven't actually gone around and through to, to see what what it actually. I don't. I don't. Sorry, I don't actually know. She she didn't spawn for us at the right. That was bugged. I think she didn't spawn for us at the start because people had gone downstairs. Oh, if, okay. you, if nobody goes downstairs and you walk into the room, she spawns, but she has that royal decree buff, which says something along the lines of her powers are increased tenfold or something. Essentially, she's unkillable. Yeah, there's absolute virtue without doing the trick, basically. Yeah. 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 Because now the strategy is people spawn her, so their limit gauge resets, and then they kill the ad, the trash, and they have an LB at the start of of the queen. That's that's the big brain strat now. But you need to have one person mini, and there's like a grate with like a statue and when they walk into the grate, it phases them to the other side, and then they take another step forward, and it opens. And another secret room is unveiled, this, another savage exclusive trash pull. And uh, a bunch of traps that people still step on, including one in the fucking hallway leading up to the, the boss stair, which they don't do throughout the rest of it. And, uh, oh boy, that's uh, that's always great. I gotta love traps on the ground with 48 people. That's always, always gonna go on. And this was... This was, for me, the most pleasant tra- uh, trash surprise. After Slimes and Golems, I was afraid for something else Savage exclusive, in all honesty. Um, and we really thought this was going to have something to do with the 1v1-er. Because it's the same type of mob, it's it's, it's not the same name. that gets a, a, a warrior, the 1v1-er, and this is the Lord or something. I know the ads are monks, mm-hmm. so. But we really thought this would be if you didn't do the 1v1, you're dead. Essentially. But instead, it's if you don't do this, you can't kill the queen. And, uh, this is a lot, this is a big debated on this one. This is like, wow, this starts really fucking easy. Uh, this, 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 uh, why is this even a mini boss? And then he gets to 70% and he's like, I heard you talking shit, huh? I'm about to ruin this raid's whole fucking career. It's, it's this, we talk a lot about having a lot of moving parts. It's quite literally has a lot of moving parts. More so Was than I-, I think anything else. I was actually impressed how quickly things fell apart the first time we got that section. Like, we just fell all the... I was like, it's trash pack. Don't worry about it. And we just were annihilated. Don't worry about it we after an hour of talking about how we were worrying about it. Sly, you're muted. You're muted, Sly. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I was I was there when I like when y'all were doing this, and it was like a straight hour, like hour and ten minutes of conversation. I'm like, this is this is gonna be really <laughs> fucked up when they when they get fucked up. That's exactly what happened. I don't, I, Sly. I don't know if you know what happened with me in that. Fifteen minutes, and I made a recommendation just that I wanted to test. I said those traps mm. are really suspect. Maybe we can kill the ads with the traps. It made sense. The way it was laid out, you had to essentially mm-hmm. have the run trap. Wasn't how it ended up working. But I said that about 15 minutes of the conversation. We spent another 45 minutes talking about the logistics of it. I legit went and got a blanket and did this. <laughs> it just was, it took like a five-minute nap that somebody had to wake me up from with an alert. Because this, by the way, if you're, not a, if you're a gamer and you take naps at your chairs, if you're not doing this, you're not living life. All right. This is... This is the fucking play right here. Okay, hashtag Steel Series. Hashtag ad. <laughs> that's that's the fucking play. And we died in two minutes after that hour of talking. <laughs> yeah. Fell apart immediately as as Keo I felt so I felt so bad for you. I'm I'm sorry. I mean, but that's prog. I mean, that's learning. It's just that in this specific that's case prog. You, that's an you hour. take an hour to get back to the place uh-huh. you just spent an hour talking about. Yeah. 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 So that was, and not to mention, we were still bravering before everything. So we had to, oh, somebody went to go take a piss, re-bravery everybody. Oh, somebody disconnected, fucking re-bravery everybody. Oh, somebody doesn't like their, somebody clicked off their bravery, fucking re-bravery everybody. So this fight in particular actually really threw me back to what felt like early Alexander and Coil Prague where everything had a whole bunch of unique mechanics that it didn't explicitly tell you how it was going to function. You just had to do it and then kind of like figure out by process of elimination exactly what was going on with the things like the proximity tethers, with the slows on the boss, on the uh, the mobs, with the way that the orbs functioned. Those sorts of things, if they were implemented in a, like a more Stormblood or Shadowbringers way, would be way more telegraphed about what's going on, but it wasn't. Which actually was what made that fight so, I guess, frustrating to Prague. We only took two tries to beat it, technically. It's just that we spent that hour on the first one. Because the second one was falling Mm. apart again. And then we made the revelation that the fire orbs were reflectable. And all of our DPS went, I'm going to kill the Minotaurs now. And that pretty much pulled it all back together. Because you need a dispel for the earth, a reflect for the fire... You need tanks for the Minotaurs. You need backup tanks in case they fuck it up. There's entrapments that are there, just like the 1v1er. So reveal those, involve to run through those. And again, just a shit ton of moving parts. And again, if people die here, there are no LB3s. So getting through unscathed was is more important here than it is pretty much anywhere else. And, you know, and not to mention then there's like, Lightning AOE donuts and lightning AOEs dropping on people and people standing too close to this. There's a debuff that pushes or pulls you. And if you get autoed by the Minotaurs, they're just like, ah, oh, you fucked up. That's the failed mechanic. You get, you get doom stacks if we reach you. That's, that's the mechanic right now. So. And then this dude's just fucking doing this in the fucking middle of he the room like the whole time. himself up the entire time. Like, that shit, like I don't know what the fuck he was on. 
<laughs> he's, just, he's just fucking... I mean, to be fair, are we really surprised that something related to, like, the evil Easter Raids is dancing with the way the Construct does it, where he's fucking twirling all around while he's waiting for your ass? This dude's just fucking styling on you, though, the whole time. He just threw his fucking headphones on and put on his favorite, like, album, and he's just he's just bopping in the middle of the room. <laughs> That's all it is. And then you get past that phase, and you're like, oh, there's... This is fucking easy as hell after like before and after is they're just like it's a fucking freebie have you ever fought a minotaur before <laughs> that's pretty much all it is still get surprised when people die either before or after but it does sometimes happen the words respect the 1111 ton swing and when somebody doesn't respect it I look at them and I go how many of these have you fought before now how many that that first that first pull where we got there and and Shin had the buff and he learned that he could ignore it anyway. Um or no no, that was the proximity marker. Never mind. He jumps in before the proximity marker is like done calculating and yep. it just decimated his HP bar and he's like, Oh, that doesn't kill me and he just never respected it again. <laughs> doesn't matter. He lives. <laughs> he does he does his best. And his best is making doing something no one else is allowed to do. You beat this Minotaur and you move on to the Queen. A fitting final boss. Our, uh, the Achilles heel again of many thanks to the very gimmicky mechanic that we knew was gimmicky from normal, but in normal it's a very manageable gimmicky. And then Savage becomes a mess of trying to explain to people how spatial awareness works in a way that is not uniform for every single person. I hope y'all like chess. Do you like chess, Sly? No, I'm more of a more of a checkers kind of person. Well, uh, he ain't gonna get kinged on this one. I can I can assure you of that. Well, fuck. So the queen is a mix of right. her own fight combined with the mechanics of the second boss. Like Sphia said earlier, it's the A6S to the A8S, where there's the boss has a few things that are unique to them, but it's really about the moving parts. From, pre- from a previous boss combined that makes the fight what it is. The biggest thing that's unique to her is chess, which is where she puts you on a chess board and she commands units to walk across the board and, and do a line AOE. That's, that's her big thing. Ironically, we got really good at the difficult one and then we still kept fucking getting hit on the easy one and I do, we, I don't know what was wrong with us. I don't know why we couldn't get this through our heads. Do we, do you have, you guys have anything to add? Cause when we went through this every single time, it wasn't one pull. It was, it was lots of pulls. It's, it's because it's two dimensional. It's because the dudes are walking into the board. So there's two different like directions to think about. The second chest is easy cause they're, they're on the outside. So like, and they're all going the same direction. They're all going counterclockwise. They're all moving from the second tile counterclockwise two or three tiles. I think they either can possibly do one as well. Yeah, apparent, I but I never saw it. Um, the rules for the second chess are much more set in stone. The rules for the first chess are like the Wild West. There's a couple you can of have a dude who's right behind you just walk into the board right on like where you are and you just gotta move. Yeah. And it seems like we're not the only... I've seen other people have the exact same problem, where it's, it's just it's the only one where they walk into the board, and it just 
blows people's minds. Just cuts out the number of safe spaces by a sig- an entire row, essentially, or column, depending on where they're standing. Sly, if you're going to have issues with hot and cold, this is this is going to be a, a whole whole other ball game. You're muted. Funny thing in normal, I never really, yeah. <laughs> Funny thing in normal, I never really had um, issues with chess. Like only the first time, and then like I kind of mapped out where I need to go. Um, yeah, from what I saw, this it adds like extra steps. That it makes you yeah, in a specific out. tile. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically the whole mechanic has to end on either the north middle or the south middle tile. So, right. and you will always be five, six, or seven spaces away from it, depending on your debuff combination. So, yeah, and the, the first move, the first move, you're going to get a two uh, bomberman bomb shots through, or two two rows get shot off, and then two columns get shot off after the second movement, or you know what I mean? Yeah, between the two movements. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For the for for the, your starting location, you need to know. What row is safe, and for your for after your first move, you need to know what column is safe, and then you need to make sure that 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 last spot is the the right distance away from the final spot. Is essentially what mm-hmm. it boils down to. And ever again, the, I will say one thing that's nice about this, in kind of the same way like swords work, if you are alone, unless you are like you actually like fully understand the spatial awareness, there's a decent chance that you fucked up again. There's normally a pile of people with the same debuff in the same spot, and after you've learned it, so there is that somewhat benefits of most people knowing it can actually probably get you safely through it, except for the one or two people who just decide I'm going to go that way, and they're still right, but they're over that way, and that confuses the fuck out of people. I think it's going to be one of those mechanics where if hugs want to clear it. You kind of just need to pick a strat and mm-hmm. go with it for everyone. It doesn't matter if it's not the you know the one that is completely optimal because optimal actually doesn't matter in a full downtime uh, yeah. mechanic. Thank God it's full downtime. But you you take the one that works for the most people and you just force everyone to do it because we had some uh, communication issues in there due to two different strats being called simultaneously in different formats and it was just an absolute mess. That's why you just, like, I'm a big fan of just calling whether the back wall is safe and whether the left wall is safe, and that's it. Yep. Nothing else. You should know what to do with that information. I think in pugs, I think my favorite call is actually five is safe. Where five is safe. For me, that's that's the most valuable piece of information if I'm trying to figure out where I need to be. Because if five is safe in a specific location, it pretty much demands six and seven have to be safe in one of two locations. So... So the problem with that is that six and seven can be in one location, but five can be in three. True. Yeah, I'm thinking more of our first strat, the very first one we did, where we had five, six, seven. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, because that that one for me. I mean, originally we just tried to quantify it. We called it what triangle strat, where if you're in any of these, you're four away. If you're in any of these, you're three away, two away, one away. And so we were, we just had to work, but I mean, that essentially became the basis for every strategy. It was working backwards yeah. from, from that information of where you would be on the second move. Um, I think, I think it was pretty neat seeing how people, I guess, quantified the space, but equally as frustrating to see people who wouldn't, who didn't try to 
quantify the space to even like to, to try and figure out where all the moving parts were supposed to be going. It's a, it's a good mechanic that it kind of exemplifies what I feel like pug rating is, is people doing a fight, but not knowing the fight, even if they can beat it. And that becomes much more evident. I feel in chess and in, in hot cold as well. So, uh, that was made made progging it frustrating at times. That's for, that's for absolute certain. Especially if key members went down that like needed to do reflects or dispels or tanks for invulns or things like that. Uh, because the rest of it is pretty sure. I mean, you have a tank buster that is technically supposed to be a swap, but again, you just invuln it like most other mechanics, most other tank mechanics. Specifically, mm-hmm. hallowed or super bolide though, because it removes the doom, prevents it. Apparently, what you do for that tank buster is you make your black mage eat it. He did survive it with the damage buff. Uh, Sphia yeah. did indeed get it and survived. So yeah, that works. If your if your black mage has lost flare star, the damage buff, the well the damage and health buff from the one v one, and your tanks all die, then you just let them take it, give them an Asuna, and they'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. it's real fun. I lo- it's actually like a four hundred thousand damage hit. I would have died without mana ward. So or mana ward. So yeah, yeah. But you, but you live. Doesn't Man of War scale with your HP? So that's actually yes, it, does. Does. It, was, it was a ninety-five thousand HP. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, shields yeah. are pretty busted with the with the with the buff for protecting yourself. You basically have that's like double like a crit low. <laughs> that's like way more than a crit low. Wish you could spread that. It's too bad fucking Adlos don't scale with that. And then you just get the double buff, and then you just it's too bad it's not double healing. I don't think it's double healing. I'm pretty sure it's just double damage HP. So it's juicy though. And then it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of du- it's, I won't even call them trios. They're all duos, essentially. Well, trios if you include the boss. Yeah, then it's just a bunch of trios, pretty much. And then a reflect and dispel phase. It's, it's all very standard, other than the chess. It's just a bunch of mechanical dances that require knowledge in advance. But they're very dangerous dances. One of the dances is literally exactly the same as normal mode. Yep. Except. Stillness or motion. It has a, yeah. And people still die to it. But, yeah, it's not that much of a step up elsewhere outside of the chess mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest step up is honestly the damage taken. If you, the, yes. we've been stressing pure essences up till now. This is not just pure essence territory. This is pure essence, ether shields, shields, addle, reprisal territory. You, you will live with just pure essence and ether shield, but it's gonna hurt. You you'll be like a, you'll you'll be like a few ticks from dead from the bleed. And the scariest but, um, thing, honestly, Keo, something we didn't bring up about the divinity pure essence doesn't increase healing. Right. So everyone has 150k HP, and our heals are exactly the same. See, I, I like it because it incentivizes you to use something like Banner of Solemn Clarity, yep. which was the solution we found. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like I like that there there was a motivation to because I, I complained about that fairly early, right? That it's actually super annoying to heal the raid. With all these pure essences, because it takes so many GCDs to heal everyone. But, and then they actually made that relevant. Yeah. And then fight. we got Elder Cure 4, and that helped a metric fuck ton. It did. Yeah. Cannot under, again, I cannot understate how much I love Elder Cure 4. It is by far my favorite one. So, if you have it, use it in normal, and everyone will be impressed. Tell those, tell those people who bring bravery, just like, yeah, I don't need it. I got it. You'll be the hero. Trust me. Or just bring Flare Star. Say fuck it. Or bring both. Fuck it. 
<sighs> but yeah, then, then that's that's it. You beat the liberal savage. Good job. <laughs> you've now got you've now got a mount that makes no sense for the content, but it's really cool. I'm still <laughs> really confused about that. Everybody is. Everybody seems to be confused about about Cerberus. Um, the fact that one, it's a four a four man mount, which would normally be reserved for your box station, your box station or online store. And two, it's Cerberus. Who again? It's not the Cerberus we see in Bajad. I, I call that Cyberus more than anything. It's I like it, it's more it's more a uh, world of darkness Cerberus. It literally it is, is the world, world of darkness Cerberus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. And its music isn't the last boss music. It's the critical engagement music. Yeah. So, it's- But it is very impressive looking, and I've actually gotten so many messages about that now since I've been writing it around that, uh, I mean, people really like it, so. Much like Ozma, I, I think it's, it's not as cool as Ozma is the big thing. I feel like the Ozma mount, it made, it made more sense, first of all. And it also is the more aesthetically pleasing mount. Whereas Cerberus is like the gaudy, look what I've done, you know, just everyone on everyone's screen mount. It just doesn't make sense. I, I mean, her bike was the most, li- it's, it's, this is the Titan ATV all over again, where we got the fucking Sky Slipper for beating Titan when he has a perfectly workable car. But, it, but at <laughs> least the Sky Slipper was in the store. Yes. Yes. The Cerberus is just completely unrelated here. Yeah. What I think would have been cool is if you actually got to ride on the Queen's Guard, and if you were walking, it was one of them. If you were flying, it was another one of them. If you were swimming, it's another one of them. And no one cares about the last you one. Mean, no. You mean kind of like a a, a, a a mount roulette of the Queen's Guard? No, think about just like one of them that, like. Ozma is a great yeah. example because like Ozma is a, a ball and okay. it's a cube and then it's a it's a di- it's a, a pyramid you know. I just wanted the doot doot chair, which there is a barding from normal that turns your chocobo into a doot doot chair, but I wanted the actual doot doot chair. Barding? Yeah, there's a barding from normal mode for your chocobo, the queen's barding. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got that in the hairstyle on the same run. This may be a bit out of place, but. Is there actually a visual difference besides the weapon between the gunner and the soldier? I no, I think it's the same with the knight and the warrior. The knight and the warrior, I think, are technically the same. But there's no visual. There's one has an axe, one has a sword and shield. I don't think they're that. I don't think they're different, but I have to look closer. Okay. I one different and interesting note that was brought up. I was on uh, I was on Etherite Radio on Saturday. Uh, the Queen's Guard, the lore for them backs us up. Uh, has the uh, Zodiac Brave weapon. The gunner has the Zodiac Brave weapon. So that was a, a nifty little lore call out to that right there. There's also all of the weapons are in that raid except for the Astro and what was the other one that was missing? White Mage, I think. That makes and sense. And the books. Yeah. But um yeah, the like the hot cold boss has the bow, has the staff, yeah. has the sword and shield. Uh, so all the other the Weapons have representation in there. There's just a couple of them actually missing. Yeah, and that's uh, considering the lore. It's, it's nice, cool little lore. Lore shout out because it is it is consistent. Yeah. We were wondering kind of where those things were, and uh, they didn't abandon it completely. So it was nice to it was nice to see that. Okay, so we beat that awesome, great, 
reclears. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, reclears. Same problem. Yep. <laughs> it's like we hadn't even beaten it before. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not entirely true. But I mean, we, a few issues, yeah. So in our group in particular, we had a lot of people, more than 48, participating in Prague because yes. we were rotating people in and out. So a lot of that was bringing in a lot of people that had experience but hadn't actually cleared. Mm-hmm. So while it was a reclear, it wasn't a reclear because there's a lot of people that were that helped us but they hadn't cleared yet. And so you, you run into the problems. You think it's a reclear, but it's not actually. And then there's a lot more spaghetti than maybe yeah. you're expecting. Yeah. Our first reclear was 19 new titles. Or 19 yep. new yeah. achievements. We had another one that was 11, I think. But then mm. we had some that were only like yeah. three or four that were wipes. Yeah. So it was, it was, it's it was just the way it be. It was really all over the place. Mm. Um, but for me, the bigger thing is reclears calls back to the problem we addressed when we first started talking about it. It's 48 people. And that becomes the biggest problem because let's be honest. We're, we're raid and be doneers most of the time. That's like when, when, as soon as they called ultimate was, was done, I guarantee you all of our motivations to raid were largely eliminated outside of maybe interest in playing with friends, you know, or maybe like a gear piece or a glamour piece or that. I think that's, that's a fair call out to make unless you would just, cause Keo likes to raid way more than I think any of us do. And I don't know how he fucking does it cause he's a monster, but I'm, the only motivation to raid now is to get best in slot to level faster. Yeah. And in yeah. That's it. Yeah. Unless you're Keo, who, again, raids way more than anyone I know, and I don't know how he does. <laughs> uh, it's just about the people, man. I raid for the people, not for, raids the for the content. That's hanging out with, champ. Just hanging out with friends and helping people get their stuff done. Keo is now the, Keo's now the people's champ. He's now the rock. He's now Dwayne. You are now Dwayne. There you go. Uh, getting 48 people to be motivated to do reclears is tough. <laughs> are you, are we talking the same 48 people or enough know, of the 48 people to either a just do the reclear or to b get the people who still need clears clears? Mm-hmm. Any either of those conditions. Because we essentially bum-rushed reclears instead of trying to find, like, a night of the week where people could have plenty of advance. It was every night gauging interest. Can we do it? Because we know the truth. The longer something's out, the harder it is to get people to do it. Unless you incentivize it. Unless you incentivize it, which I do not feel Deliberum Savage has adequately accomplished because of reasons Fia has already mentioned in this show. Yeah, agreed. So there's one other thing missing from that, though, and that's the potential changes in the future to gear, which they have talked about, the developers have. Yes. Um, Essentially, my understanding of what they've said is that, uh, like, Elemental Gear was there for Eureka, there's going to be an equivalent for Deliberum. Yeah. And plus, that isn't our haste gear. To be more up. specific, that's yeah. not our current haste gear. Like something, they said if you can't beat Savage in 5.4, get the new gear in 5.5, which implies you don't need the augmented stuff to then get the 5.0, because that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. So, it's going to be made 
easier by us getting stronger. So if you haven't cleared it now, sort of thing, you can go in later. But I think if people are like sick of the content right now, they want the achievement at some point, but don't want to do reclears, that's probably your best bet. Go in and just smash it out with everyone being ridiculously overgeared. Um, so we'll have to see what updates come with that though, because maybe they then at the same time increase the rewards because Savage feels really lacking in terms of what you actually get out of it outside of the, the mount. Yeah. Or, you know, dieable yeah. judge gear. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, my biggest gripe with Savage is that you're spending guild to go in there. You don't make back what you spend because only the fragments are tradable and like, you're using a lot to go through. To be fair, that's in line with normal Savage, but it's it's just different from... It, it's another result of, again, the Coil to, to Alexander comparison I made to BA to Delibrum, in that all the valuable things were put in the most accessible portion, because it's the thing the most people would do. And then everything else is still... You'll spend money to go into Savage Net. You'll grab a whole... Cra- you guys fucking drop shit for ornate bodies every time. So you know what it's like to spend guild to go in. Here it's just... It's not a one-time purchase. You might have to keep spending guild that, in order to keep going. But but it's like, why? I mean, right now there's still there's still sort of the newness to it. But yeah. There's just, there's just not a whole lot of reason to re-clear Deliberum Savage over and over again beyond getting a gear set that you don't need. Yeah. You know? Cool, we got... Plus two haste gear, you know, you can grind that, um, just, well, you can't grind, I mean, what, what, what do you need that gear for? You know, it's just excessive yeah. at this point. Glamour? The diable so. portion of it is the most important. The haste is, is, not to mention that before today's hotfix, if you wanted the savage gear, <laughs> good luck of getting, if you tried to get it before today, you either had to get really lucky like me, or you had to do a lot of fucking skirmishes, because you needed so many coins or to and to open your wallets. So, yeah, I think they might need to revisit this. I mean, honestly, it's kind of the theme with Save the Queen. It has a lot of really cool extra things, but the incentivization to do them feels not like Memoria. I love Memoria. It was a really neat extra extreme fight we got. No fucking reason to do it. Unless you really yeah. want diable artifact gear. Again, same as this. And, and it's... And it's kind of odd. It's, it's kind of odd that even at this point with, you know, every, like, step of the relic, Memoria, like, people people are doing Save the Queen. They're doing the storyline. Why didn't they add uh, Memoria as, like, one of the things that would give you, you know, like, memories or anything like that? And to boot Sly, if you have the Deliberum step active, the one that asks you to get 15 time more artifacts, you do not get one when you clear Savage. <laughs> So they couldn't even give you that. Mm. The one thing. which is, which is weird. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. In my opinion, Savage modes of anything should give you, if not up, like the same things that the normal mode does, and then some, or it should give upgrades to it, like um, kind of like how the Savage uh, Oracle drops the Gaia minion. Yeah. The same as mm-hmm. the normal mode, like that kind of thing. Like you, you're not missing out on that Gaia minion if you only ran the. Normal mode once you can still get it from the Savage, but not to Librum. Right? Yeah, it's weird that the you know the last boss. Like I'm not saying the last boss should drop the mount or the or the hairstyle, but it wouldn't be unreasonable for players to still have a chance at getting those things from clearing the final boss. Even even if it was the exact same chance 
At the very least, you could go through Savage and walk out. Instead, the best you get is maybe you get an outright augment from a boss instead of a plating. That's about it. And then you which get another you, foot. Which you can't trade. Which you can't trade. And then maybe you just get five foots off of the final boss on your five reclears and you hate yourself. Yep. Uh, or gold is, coins even. Those? There's not even silver or gold coins. Yeah, it's all over the place. Th- those foot augments you get, you then have to either do a lot of cash trim or spend a lot of gil to even use it. Yeah. Mm. If they were sellable, I think it'd be fine. I think it's at least it's reasonable enough that the the ornamental augmented stuff, the the piece that lets you actually do the upgrade, should be sellable. Again, I think it's better to have stuff that's sellable to get people who can't access this content access to stuff to help them do this content. More importantly, than it is to get the people who can already beat it more haste. Creates a market, and it's it just it's the cycle of content, essentially. I can see that, yeah. Although, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it should still be grindable out. If you're going to make it something like that and make it sellable, then people who don't have it should also have a way of grinding for it slowly outside of it. But that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, other than that, it was a fun experience. I think they've proven at this point that they can do large-scale raids. Not to mention it was great to have one instance all interconnected as opposed to a bunch of different trials. I think that... That doesn't get enough credit. I know that we like to say they can't, they, they won't do it the, any other way, but they show that they can. Yes. So one of the biggest questions I had going into this is like, are they going to have technical limitations on the things the bosses can do? Because it's all one instance, but from what I can tell, absolutely not. Yeah. In fact, so they made strides a- specifically to accompany that when Castrum and in here with the only targeting the one individual person, the client side yep. mechanic. Showcasing. Oh, I meant more, not necessarily the sheer number of people in there. I meant the fact that it's all in it one. Was all but one I feel instance. like that might yeah. even help with the load of the, like, the display load is probably one of the issues that gets into that and any sort of limited. Yeah. yeah. So, um, they've shown they can do it. They've now done it two expansions in a row. You know, we'll probably have another cash room equivalent and not another DR equivalent for the rest of this expansion. So, you know. This will probably be the last sort of example we have of that until 6.x when we see whatever the else they're going to do. And I just wonder if people see this, if, if, if this ever, ever impacts their design choices for other content. I don't think it will, but it's at least, it, it, I wonder if they, they will do it even in something that's not just our normal savages or our normal ultimates or the 24 mans or something. Like, I want to see them experiment with more continuous large scale operations like this one. Yeah, and you know, it's so much more immersive. We know they have the technology to do checkpoints and instances because they did it in the very first coil where people would skip ADS. They'd like say, hey, can somebody give me a checkpoint past that? I don't want to do that. So yeah. they have all the technology. We've seen it all from the beginning to the end. I wonder if they can put it all together or if they decide to put it all together at some point and just make a more immersive experience. Even in normal mode, just walking through it was a nice thing, and they don't even have that anymore. So, I'm just hopeful, Mr. Hopeful. That's all it is. And with that, I think we can wrap up the show. We went over quite a bit with some of the tangents that we had, but uh, it's nice to be able to discuss these things in an elongated format. Or bent, in your case. Listen. I didn't mean I to oversee by an hour slide. It was an accident. I, I know. It's okay. But the coffee was really Uh, good. I'm just, I'm I'm glad that 
I'm glad they at least gave us something difficult after the uh, Eden's Promise was over with. If they're going to remove the ultimate, we got something that was challenging and fun. Um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So now what do you do? Wait till 6.0. Unsub <laughs> till 6.0. Oh I will. I, I actually have a lot of things I want to work on in game. I've actually found I've been mm. playing more in Shadowbringers than pretty much any other expansion. I have one more mount to get for my Dragon God mount in Diamond Weapon in 5.5. I have my world-class troller title, which I forgot to get on the boat for 49 minutes ago. Uh, that is 3 million ocean fishing points. <laughs> I need it. It's it's the think of the title. Still Blue Mage also, technically. So still the Blue Mage Savage to go as well. And uh, story to finish up. And other than that, it's just going to be grinding out whatever they finish up with. Zadnorn 5.5, but it's going to be a busy gaming season coming up anyway. Sly, you already know. We've got Bravely Default, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter, Outriders. There's like a billion things coming out in the next couple months. Uh, New World got mm-hmm. its release date slash beta date today. July 20th for beta, August 31st. August, it couldn't have asked for a better time, mm-hmm. by the way. Just to shout that out real quick. August mm-hmm. 31st. We're not expecting the expansion until fall, late September, early October, maybe. Several, you know, about a month to, to, to tide over towards the very end there. So. I will be in there. Yeah. So we've got uh, we've got plenty to occupy us and to keep us excited, and just to patiently wait for the next Savage tier, next Ultimate tier, and whatever else they've got in Endwalkers for the hardcore end game. But with that, I think we can wrap things up. Unless any of you have some closing comments on five point four five. I have one thing. Okay. I'm really mm-hmm. sorry to the like seventy five people who DM'd me this week asking if. Uh, Grand company set bonuses work because I put them on oh, just literally, oh. literally for the exact reason. I, I, I joked. I lied. I'm not sorry. It's hilarious. You've got absolutely fucking just, of course it doesn't work. <laughs> Test it yourself. <laughs> you know how many people ask me why I was wearing a one-handed wand and a shield? <laughs> oh, that one works. That but one I have works like, though. Yeah. But the sanction yeah, yeah. buff was ultra troll. Especially yeah. going and grabbing no. sanction in between wait times. <laughs> oh, that, was that, was, that was great. <laughs> any any other closing comments on four five point four five Delibrum or whatever? Keto, you good? Uh, the only thing is, I didn't finish saying something at the very beginning that I want to just clarify now. When I was I was talking about how the you know. Re- how much I didn't want the doom to persist between bosses that Svia said. It's because I know people would kill themselves and ask for a raise to get rid of it. <laughs> and then you would end up spamming that all the arises true. away. That is so true. Yes. And it's just like, please <laughs> save my arises. But you know they would. Yeah, but or, or they or they would just walk into the death wall on purpose and be like, healer LB3, please, at the end of the night. <laughs> Yeah, that wouldn't upset me as much, but that would, people would, people can't remember the fucking essence at the start. They're not going to fucking remember to do that. Or they are going to remember and be wondering why they can remember that and not to bring the fucking essence at the start. I feel like the the damage down stacks are like a sticker you're trying to get off of you. You're like, get it off, get it off, get it off. That's more of an incentive than remembering to bring your, your juice. I've never wanted to get a sticker off of me that bad, kid. <laughs> like, get it off! Get it off the fucking banana! I didn't mean it! Oh, it's on my skin. But imagine <laughs> if you get two stickers on you and then you just die. 
That's going in the highlight. <laughs> hey, sometimes it's three stickers. Twice comes sticker, thrice comes sticker. There you mm. go. Is that is that the new debuff now? Yeah. Sticker. Yeah. Twice okay. come and thrice come. Kiel, why do I need to hydrate now? Why does that have to come up right now? Look, every time I get a thousand points, you're hydrating. <laughs> every single time. No, that's something to do with the stickers. Sly, any any closing comments? Any of your hopes and dreams on Primal? Hopes and dreams. No. no. Um, again, hopes and dreams. Uh, no. 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 Again, it's just like I, I just want to really just get as much time with it as I can. Uh, get in, get get my mount and whatnot, and get the fuck out, and not have to worry about it again. So, uh, if you're on Primal and you're running, hi. How you doing? So enthusiastic. You should see if she misses any open spots. She's been making pretty, she's been making really solid progress. She just does like maybe two, three hours a night. I know. I know. I know. I might, I might help Miz. Yeah, I'll be hitting her up. Yeah, they're making pretty good progress so far. Why so many hydrates? Because I'm thirsty. Anyway. Yeah, he is. No, I'm not. Hey, listen, we're not going to get into that right now. You're the thirsty one, though. Anyway, thank you for joining us, Keo and Sphia. Hopefully you didn't mind going over time by a decent chunk, and hopefully you enjoyed the discussion. Oh, I would hope. I'm not going to... Yeah, thanks for having us. I'm not acknowledging that joke in the chat. I'm not seasoning right now. That's not what's happening. The joke doesn't need to leave raid. It just doesn't. I'll explain it in a later joke. <laughs> you got all these spices. All these spices. Sly, you don't know the joke? I wouldn't say that. Anyway, regardless, that's a reminder that we started this stream with my OBS completely breaking, so I am not going to go to a different scene while we do these sign-offs right now. So, guests, thank you. Keo, what are you up to? Where can they find you at? Uh, In the rare occasion that I stream, it's twitch.tv slash Keonu. And uh, otherwise, probably on the Radiance Discord, which is public. All right, very simple outro. I love your, I love both of your outros because they're very simple. <laughs> Keo stream more, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> I demand it. I just, I demand it. Sphia, where can they find you at? Yeah. In the chat. <laughs> Fuck, he was ready. Yeah, in the chat. My man says, yeah, in the chat as his outro. Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. That would be Twitter.com. That's, like, that's, like someone saying, that's like someone saying scoreboard. Like, you know. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fuck you, audio oh, listeners. There in the chat. What chat? Alright, yeah. Uh, yeah, twitter.com slash ffsphia and twitch.tv slash sphia. So, for any audio yeah. listeners, type those in. Or just Google them, because that's what I always tell people anyway. Oh, man. And apparently chat's going to be waiting for the Sphia League streams. That's that's apparently the thing that needs to happen. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know why. Salt mines? Yeah. You going into the salt mines? I don't think I have the, like... Patience anymore. I'm too old. I just uh, league is 
the curse that I think I've escaped, finally. Proud of you. Yeah. Retired from there. Good job. Just play PoE instead yeah. now. That's it. That's I actually job. might get back into that. It's good decision. Good to see. Oh, good shit. Decision. And so I, my partner in crime. Hey. How you doing? Sly, so, quick story for you. Remember when we went to Howl and Ray's? Uh, hell yeah. Pre-pandemic. You remember mm-hmm. the, who the owner asked us about? Mr. Llama SC, fellow streamer, said it was his favorite stream Diablo. Yeah. I didn't know he wasn't full-time. Mm-hmm. He just announced full-time today. Uh, he streams so much oh, that I thought he was full-time. I just shout out to that. I was thinking about you because I missed, I missed hanging out with people. I know, right? I'm, I'm, I want to go back to Howl and Ray's with you, Sly. They gave us so much more food yeah. than we could humanly eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bonding moment right now with Sly. Jesus. Right. Where can they find you at, Sly? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, aka GreyFox, Twitter at Sly the Fox. Um, currently this week, um, this week and, you know, half of next week, kind of busy. Kind of busy. Uh, right now, uh, doing Fallen Legion and Revenant on Twitch. And of course, Friday, you know, you strikers. Know. There you go. So yeah, I'll be putting, be putting hours into that. Uh, normal, not even normal, hard and hard new game plus. So yeah. My man said we ain't doing a show on Friday. We can't do a show on Friday. I got my show. Impossible. Rikers. My man knew it's Friday. Impossible. Had to make it work. Once that embargo lifts, all for it. It's go time, baby. Mm. All right. And finally, myself, I suppose. Mr. Happy. That's it. Yeah, just. That's it. You know where you can find him? The thing is, if you're watching it, I don't need to tell you. That information is worthless to you. So. You can find him here. Yeah, here. And in chat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't be like speed and say chat. Yeah, because like, it's my chat. Here. I can't be like, hey, let me link my Twitch <laughs> in my chat real quick. I don't think right. that's, that's not going to work. But uh, it was a great show. Thankfully, we managed to avoid the mm-hmm. technical difficulties during the actual meat of the show. And I got to get 8,000 points towards my 3 million. So, you know what? I'd, I'd consider that a win-win-win across the board. There so, you go. I can't leave no. this scene. I can't risk it breaking. So we're going to technically do our, like, two, three-minute post-show on this screen, and I'll edit the outro in because I'm still scared of OBS breaking. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you next week. I've just, I'm still trying to decide between one of two shows, so I need to check with guests to see if, if it's if, if it's going to work, and hopefully I'll, I'll let you know. I'll DM you. Do Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll DM you. I'll DM you with what the plans are. But thank you, everyone, for joining. We'll see you next week. And until then, bye-bye. See you next week. Bye-bye.